Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome to hour one of the program here on a beautiful Sunday morning. Happy that you're all with us, whatever you're doing out there. Two from services, having a nice walk with the dog, or just waking up and having that first cup of coffee, whatever, wherever you are. Thanks for being part of our family. Uh, we've got all our team assembled. We got Ilo, we got Chris Perfett, we got our guy Nick, our executive producer, and of course, I'm Mike Harmon alongside me, the three time Pro Bowler, the king of the mammals himself, our guy LeVar Arrington. What up? What is up? What a week. All what sorts week. of fun and excitement. Across our sporting universe, some fantastic stories that still have legs that we'll uh, we'll try to advance the ball a little bit today. Uh, it's funny because you know tight end university is going on. Uh, I'm trying to assemble a ton of linebackers for you to hang out with, Lavar. So okay. you know all all your your guys can can rally together. We'll talk okay. about that in a moment. Uh, the curiosity of what George Kittle and and his uh, cohort. Uh, are up to this week, but we got NBA playoff action. But I, I got to ask first, how was the week? What'd you oh, do? The week was good. Busy week. Uh, work intensive with ton of ton of radio this week. You know, did the morning show Monday and Tuesday with with uh, Jonas. Did uh, 
did the odd couple on Wednesday with with uh, Chris Broussard, and then did Gottlieb's show on Friday with with the Up on Game crew. I mean, it was good. Now we had a seven and then on Up on seven Game on Saturday. Saturday, and then after after that, we had a seven on seven tournament. My my son and and his his uh, crew and they they won a twenty three man uh, or twenty three team seven on seven deal. So it was a good weekend so far. Big tournaments. Uh, I've seen a couple of those in action. It's it's fun watching the the warm ups, yeah, and, and just let, let's play one on one ball on the outside. It's like yeah. every every play, who's winning? Yeah, man. I see. You know, it it was really cool to see that that aspect going on again in a and and what is seemingly a back to normal environment of, of, you know, just being able to watch your kids, watch, watch the fans. I mean, it was, it was a ton of people there. So it was, I really enjoyed it, Mike. What, what, what did you do? Well, you, know, you, know, you always I mean, do. I know you do interesting well, things. Well, work, working away, uh, got my blueprint going. We're rebuilding the, uh, the fantasy site and uh buyer and I getting ready to relaunch the, the fantasy podcast. So we got that going for us. Uh, so uh, immersed in a lot of numbers and data and facts and figures and all that fun and, and trying to remember where all the free agents ended up. Not necessarily skill position guys. We can normally do those pretty easily. Uh, it's all about the interior, right? Where do the you know linebackers go? Where do the offensive and defensive linemen go? DeCastro getting cut by the Steelers. Now yeah. you're looking at that 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 squad a little bit more, and I guess we can start there. Uh, you know the non-football injury and all that, and he he blasted the organization. Mm-hmm. But when we we look at that squad, Lavar, you you've got Ben Roethlisberger coming back, and one more run or whatever it may be. But they have completely shuffled that offensive line, yeah, which for veteran quarterbacks, I, I don't know how excitable I, I can be about that. Like for Najee Harris, it was a guy that for fantasy purposes, you're, you're trying to figure out where to fit him. And you're like, all right, Pittsburgh likes to run the ball. This is the way Tomlin coaches. This, is, But now you've got a completely reconfigured front five mm-hmm. and, and the confidence kind of wanes a bit. Well, it was waning last year. And it, it's hard to to try to kind of comprehend what they're going to to be, what they're going to look like as as a team this year, just specifically for the the things that you you spoke on. Um, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest concerns outside of the obvious on the offensive side of ball is what is the defense going to? Well, be sure, like? you you lost Bud Dupree, a guy we've yeah. talked about a ton on this show. Yeah, and that's a uh, that's a big loss. And and will Bush, um, will he be up to you know standard coming back off of that season-ending injury? So, you know, there are a lot of question marks surrounding the team, and and you know, there's there's reason to be excited because, quite frankly, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers always find a way to to figure it out. Right. But with that being said, this is one of those those moments in time where you look at them and you say, are they a vulnerable team? Are they a team that, you know, could possibly, you know, yield a a not so successful season um, moving forward? You know, which would be the first one would mark the first one that that uh, Mike Tomlin would actually have. So I don't expect them to have a losing season. But 
there are a lot of concerns, Mike. And, and then on top of that, generally speaking, you don't often have a guy of, of the Castro's caliber um, have such strong words and speaking about the organization. I'm sure that they'll get through it and they'll talk through it and they'll work it out because that's just seemingly historically how how the Steelers work and how they move. Um, but for now, that's just kind of one of those things where it's like, wow, you know, one of their beloved linemen players um, had a brilliant career there. Um, is now upset with the way he was let go. That's generally not, um, you know, something that becomes a newsworthy situation or is a situation at all that plays out just based upon how, you know, the Steelers organization handles things. Chronic ankle problem, but the team described the situation as a non-football injury. He went on 93-7, the fan in Pittsburgh, and responded by saying the owners are billionaires for a reason. Mm. It insulates them from further financial responsibilities for those know, that that don't know the uh, the ins and outs uh, of those release processes. Uh, to your point, Tomlin, no losing seasons. Uh, now with the seventeen game schedule, you you can't go eight and eight. Uh, you you can't hide in that one. I mean, maybe an eight eight and one uh, mixed therein. Skill positions are still solid, right? Uh, the return of Juju Smith Schuster. Why? Because. Well, he couldn't go get the big contract this year because of the down, downward thrust of the salary cap, which will rebound after this year. So it would be surprising if he was back at what potentially the open market would be a year from now. But Chase Claypool showed out last year. Deontay Johnson uh, and Ben Roethlisberger seemingly have uh, their connections. So he's just rising up. James Washington. Washington still part of the mix. And then you've got Ebron and Fryermuth. Why I just wanted to say the name Fryermuth uh, while we were at it. Dope football player. Yeah, he's he's a guy that dope could be a player. huge difference maker. And again, go owing to your offensive line, perhaps not being at the caliber of years past, right? Pouncey injured and then retires and, and all the shuffling that has gone on. Uh this is where you you maybe get to the, just like I always talk about young quarterbacks and the reliance on the tight end, Big Ben, as we're getting towards the end, maybe it's, uh, you know, you can go home again. And that's the the way it ends your career as well. The short and intermediate routes become a much bigger part of this offense. They're going to have to figure it out. <clears throat> because if you're thinking about personnel-wise, what they, what they were looking like, you know, nobody knew if they were bringing Ben Roethlisberger back. Right. You know, that was up in the air for quite some time. And, and so looking at it that way and understanding it that way and knowing, you know, how how serious that situation was, because it definitely was a serious situation to, to pay attention to. And now he's going to be your starting quarterback again. It still lends to me, you know, the thought of what will they do um in terms of their their next guy up i mean obviously you, you you're thinking you're you're hoping that haskins is is going to possibly have seen the light and whatever his shortcomings was in washington and he's going to be you know that positive contributor to them uh moving forward mike but Man, it's just there's question marks because there's question marks. Can Ben Roethlisberger um, 
can he be durable enough to make it through the year? Which is the funniest thing because we don't have these conversations about about Tom Brady. No. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Like, Tom Brady's the oldest dude out of all of them, and we don't really have these. We're, we're talking about how long will Tom Brady go. <laughs> well, but he's, he's a different animal, though, right? Ben Roethlisberger, for the last decade has, plus, has, has always walked out hurt. with a medical chart and yeah, shown us exactly hurt. where he's hurt. And, and as soon as he goes out for a series or, or a play, all right, here he comes. He's back. He, I mean, nobody's had more Willis Reed moments in his career than Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> oh, he took a big hit. Is that going to be it for the day, for the week, for the month, for Ben Roth? No, he's back in. And then so, that goes back to your original point, too, right? Like, if this offensive line has not effectively been reshuffled and rebuilt, um, they're in for a long year. Well, because you talk about the division too, right? There's there's no cupcakes anymore. No, right? I mean, for all those years, Cincinnati and Cleveland, no weeks off. Not that you were banking on four, but you were banking on going three and one against those squads. And Cincinnati's Baltimore's a still good there. team that just hasn't figured out how to win. Well, they, they also have... need to be able to keep their guy upright too. Yeah, as much as he may have held the ball a little bit too long at times last year, that was at times just like a turnstile. That's very back true. To him. That was, that's very true. I mean, it's just going to be there's going to be there's going to just be some some interesting things that we see play out in the league this year. It's going to be it's going to be a fun and entertaining season this year. And one of those one of those teams that you have to watch and ask yourself as a traditional power what they're going to do is going to be the Steelers team. And then when you think about teams like Cincinnati that have the the, the potential to be a much better team than what they have been, um, seemingly bringing in a better quarterback than what they have in the past. And, you know, there have been some pretty good quarterbacks, you know, in Dalton and, and Palmer, there have been some good quarterbacks that have played there. So it's just it's just going to be fun to to see, you know. I'm, I've always been, of course, I'm a Steelers fan growing up. I'm a Steelers fan through and through. So it's going to be interesting to see how this historically strong um, AFC North uh, division will will play out this year. Because it's like, all right, will will we actually see a new a new dominant force? that emerges can baker mayfield take that next step you know in in his career his young career to be more than what he has been thus far it's just, it's just a lot of great storylines oh we, and we'll have them all each and every week leading up to the season we got about a month till training camps uh unfortunately you know staying with the steelers for a moment uh, i've been to latrobe a number of times through the years used to do a lot of uh, training camp tours uh, none, nothing better than on a Wednesday morning when it's 100 degrees in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, to see 30,000 people out on the lawn at St. Vincent. Uh, so, unfortunately, they won't be practicing there this year. They're not ready to uh, return to their normal training camp digs. But it, it, it's fun times. And, you know, just to, to put a, a bow on the other point you brought up about Dwayne Haskins, isn't it kind of funny with all the veteran quarterbacks, there's really not been – the push to find a successor except for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Because remember the Chargers? They didn't have one for Phillip Rivers. Yeah. They had guys, but they they were just roster filler guys who would have to come in if he was hurt. For Ben Roethlisberger, that wasn't the case. For New England, they had Jimmy Garoppolo, and then they, well, dealt him away. 
Mm-hmm. We'll get into Tom Brady at the end of the hour because, you know, I've got to have the former NFL player put his thinking cap on uh, about the quote of the week. Uh, and then, you know, you, you look at Rodgers when they drafted Jordan Love, which seemed to be the more pragmatic way of doing it after a guy's had a couple of big injuries and his numbers have been down. And all we've got is, you know, a world war uh, coming out of that. <laughs> but mm. uh, we, we're starting. We started strong. NFL, we got NBA playoffs going. The Tour de France is up and underway. There's a weird story coming out of that. The Travelers Championship is going. We've got a race, an F1 race already live and in living color, which is beautiful. Uh, to wrap up what I did for the rest of the week, though, LeVar, I headed out to Las Vegas. You talked about being in the crowd at that 7-on-7. Seven seven. Tell you what, I, I talked to the the guy at the front desk at the MGM Grand after taking a ride out to Vegas on Friday. Uh, girls were heading out of town, so I said, nah, there's a show I, I think I'd have some fun at. So mm-hmm. I decided to get in the car. It took me seven hours, which really mm-hmm. is wrong, uh, dra- driving from L.A. Seven to Vegas. hours to yeah. get to Vegas. Okay. So I got there at 745. Show started at 8. Uh, got to the cab stand. I said, all right, the show starts at 8. Let's go. Uh, and he gets me there at 8.05. I walk through, and guys are still in the beer line. I'm like, wait, I've won. So it was a Brad Paisley show for those uh, unaware country singer who's uh, like a radio host at times. It's a lot about wordplay and little jokes, and uh, it's his first show in 18 months. You could tell he was just giddy to be back out there. Uh, and he's got a huge summer tour coming up, but he did a couple of you know little – um, mini residency in Vegas Friday, Saturday, and just storytelling of songwriting or whatever. And, and I'm a big nerd like that. So saw that. But the one thing I wanted to say, huge crowds, talked to the front desk guy. Uh, he had over 2,000 check-ins. I never realized, nice. you know, those hotels are quite that large. But multiply that out, people in the streets and street uh, music going on and everything. Uh, so lots of people. And what I've always decided, you know, whenever I need to check where I am and I'm feeling low. I need to go someplace with a heavy volume of people, LeVar. Okay. You know why? Why? Because I look around and I say, you know what? Top 10% right here in terms of my aesthetically pleasing self. Nice. Okay, I am damn pretty that's compared right. to the go. general populace. Whoa. Now, that's really what I'm coming back to here. This was one of those self-validation things. And then I drove back home yesterday. Uh, you know, had, had a nice leisurely drive. Listen to a little bit of the radio, a lot of songs, and uh, here we are this morning. I could dig it. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoy Vegas, man. Viva Las Vegas. Well, I, I didn't get in any a real trouble. It was, you, okay. know, you know, I, I went to the concert, kind of hung out a bit. Yeah, uh, you play it well, I, I, At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. also didn't have anybody to check me if I got out of sorts. Okay. <laughs> when uh, you drive yourself just on a on a whim, uh, you got to be careful. Because you oh, know yeah, there's plenty true. of folks that ain't going to be looking out for you in Vegas. <laughs> He's LeVar Arrington, at King of the Mammals on Instagram. You find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we get into that crazy, well, throwback game to the 90s from the NBA playoffs yesterday. What did we learn? And how are we feeling as we get ready for an NBA Finals here in short order, are we liking what we're seeing? Next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. No one does sports quite like Las Vegas, where the excitement is endless. You don't go to Vegas just for one game or just one team. You go there for epic pregame and the three days postgame. And you go there for showtime. And you go for go time and the 24 hours of prime time. Because in Vegas, the game is just the beginning. Celebrity chef dining, amazing nightlife and entertainment, incredible resorts, outdoor adventures, and so much more. Heart racing, pulse pounding excitement packed into five plus square miles that are unlike anywhere else. There's only one place where you're never on the sidelines. That's Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Check out all the games, events, competitions, and more happening this season and book your trip at visitlasvegas.com.
It's finally here. The big game. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. That means you can bet from almost one-third of the country. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New users sign up with code UPONGAME and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text and TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Oh, greetings. Welcome back. And it's Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon, alongside the great LeVar Arrington. Thank you all for being part of the family here on a Sunday morning as we celebrate another huge day in sports. So much going on already. Euro 2020. I've been watching a lot of soccer, LeVar. Really gotten deep into it. it. Oh, it's been the Euro 2020 has been ridiculous. Uh, They're now in the knockout stage. Watching a match the other day. Uh, greatest scorer in the game, Lewandowski, had a, a point-blank range. You know, here I'm going to header it, and he hit the crossbar, and it bounced straight down and right back to him. He headed it again. Goalie's flailing on the ground, wide open net, hit the crossbar again. It's like, you know, you've had these sequences. Number of own goals at one point in the tournament was greater than any number of goals scored by any of the countries. Like, just a a lot of weirdness uh, going on. But some great twists and turns, some random red cards thrown in. Why? Because you need a little bit of flavor like that. Uh, And it's like, why why did you call that? He didn't touch him. It's like, but he tried. It's like, doesn't matter. He didn't make contact with the guy. But uh, it's it's been a a wild tournament, a lot of fun. And and anytime I can, in the middle of a week, have sporting events starting at 7 a.m. here Pacific time in California, it's all good by me. Man, I'm appreciative of of the excitement in your voice. Speaking of football, so it, it, you know what? I, I love football. Um, I enjoy watching it when I can. Um, so I'm glad that you've been able to get involved in it. I just have not been at home. <laughs> well, you've been hustling. You had a couple Man. of days of radio to start the week, and then obviously the kids running around summer, lots of activities, lots of commitments. That's a, and the a, road to swole. You sometimes you start to realize how grossly outnumbered you are. You know, it, <laughs> it makes you wonder. You know what it makes you wonder? Like to all of the single parents out there, the the one person shows that that have multiple kids that are active and doing activities and being a part of sport. You know, I would urge everyone out there that's listening, check on them. <laughs> Well, it's something really? you and I, since Check we started doing the show together, as, as we got navigated COVID-19 and, 
and and the pandemic and all the different ins and outs of the world and you know trying to build our community here at swollen dome at king of the mammals on instagram for lavar is very much that making sure you're checking in on your people and that that is one you know part of our our society that definitely needs the the look in at least a, a allowance to vent is is what folks just need every now and again too mike it is a daunting task trying to figure out how to be trish went on a work trip um, she was in chicago i think she was in I chicago yeah. she was in chicago yeah um and being a single dad for for four days um and trying to figure out how to navigate one kid to one place, another kid to another place, another kid to another place, then go get them or finish that off or whatever it may be. I just start thinking to myself, um, just the, the, the appreciation of, of those who are able to manage all of it. Yeah. From going into work to getting them to where they need to be, because some of these kids, you know, they can't. None of my kids are drivers. <laughs> you yeah, know no, I mean? I, I've got one that that has no desire. She'll she'll turn 16 in September. She, she's got no desire. Uh, having navigated the California rolls roads with me all these years and watching the lunacy that right. tr- that transpires, she's like I I don't I don't know I can't do that. That's 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 the, I got enough stress with school and everything else I'm trying to accomplish. I'll you know, save that for a later time. And part of part of you as a parent says good. Yeah, no, it's absolutely because it's safe. You know, it's safer that like I much rather me drive you. So you know, it's it's just one of those things, my. Like that's that's kind of like I love the soccer thing and and love watching soccer. But it's like, man, you really start to get limited in your time to sit. I I have been limited in my I've had to consume, you know, the sports that that I watch on on a more consistent basis. Um, I've had to consume them on apps on my phone now getting a little more creative that's the beauty of it when you start adding in all the different uh network opportunities and their apps and the streaming streaming options are there it's it is a beautiful thing yeah. uh yeah just to, to tie up you know the little little harm in history on a, on a oh, let's morning. get a little yeah. harm in history uh i got first enamored with soccer um the the game of it when I was at Yahoo years ago, I helped build out. We we won the rights to build out the the official FIFA World Cup uh, website, hmm. and, and this would have been when it was in Japan years ago. And so, what happened as as we were doing that, you know, working behind the scenes, it was the first website that we were really going to integrate audio, uh, or I should say, video highlights of past matches and you know little highlight reels of some of the greats in the game and the game's history but what you had to do was build in a lot of stuff to and and help and and in the different sections how to get people's computers compatible at that Mm -hmm. point right given Mm -hmm. what the speeds were i mean nothing like it is now and so working with the people from fifa to to build it their engineers we had a grand old time and as we're building all that together, we're watching a lot of old footage and they're explaining their love of the game. So we're getting that appreciation. Meanwhile, I'm teaching them about American football and things of that nature and a lot of, you know, late nights 
in the bars uh, of the Bay Area. So a lot, a lot of fun. What I did realize were was a I had a little bit of clout, which was good because the the founder, one of the founders, was a, a big proponent of building out our sports site and was instrumental in getting this deal done. Uh, so he he looked out for us, and I had one of the guys from the uh, the managerial side of the FIFA side uh, kept calling me Mark in emails. And I finally wrote a note saying, look, I've, I've um, been working I'm with you Mark. for months now. Uh, you, you can either call me Harmon or just lose the first name. But if right. you respond, if you offer anything up, I don't care what happens as Mark again, I'm just not replying. And I made sure everybody knew where I stood on the issue. Like I, I respect my name and, and something broke on the site. I had the engineers working on it and they had already fixed it. Uh, but he escalated. He's like, why did this guy not respond? I was like, well, he told you. Stop <laughs> stop using the wrong name. So it became a little bit of an international battle there. Uh, but it was all, all in all a fun time. So that was 20 plus years ago. And so now that my daughter is so immersed in soccer, I, I feel like I, I can at least con- you know, have the conversations and not look like a complete idiot as most do uh, when folks go outside of their their normal range of uh, influence and sphere here. I could dig it, man. So try to learn as we go. But again, I appreciate uh, you, you bringing up that, hey, those that are overscheduled, see if you can help. Maybe a little carpool action. Maybe you could take the kid to practice with you. All you of know, those things. Whatever it may be, just check on those who you know are doing it with multiple kids by themselves, man. That's like, it. I'll check in with you, bro. Like, if you need me, like, let let Lavar know, Mark. I mean, Mike. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy at King of the Mammals on Instagram at Lavar Arrington over on Twitter. Find me at Swollen Dome on both fantasy football content uh, forthcoming this week. Been doing a lot of, of fun with that, and no, it'll be American football. Uh, maybe we'll integrate soccer next year. But for now, let's go over to Isaac Lowenkron. Let's find out what's trending in our sporting universe. Ilo. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Lavar. And what's morning, trending? Sir. Fellas, is the Phoenix Suns one victory away from their first NBA Finals appearance since the days of Barkley and Marley? 1993, thanks to their 84-80 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals on Saturday night. Devin Booker scored 25 before fouling out, and what a game by DeAndre Ayton. 19 points, 22 rebounds, 9 of them offensive rebounds, and 4 blocked shots. Chris Paul had 18 points and 7 assists. Speaking of desert teams, in Major League Baseball on Saturday, the Arizona Diamondbacks broke their modern-day Major League record 24-game road losing streak with a 10-1 victory at San Diego. It was their first victory on the road in 62 days. Meanwhile, the Dodgers and the Cubs were tied at two with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers at the plate. Here's Charlie Steiner on AM570 LA Sports. 3-1. Bellinger, fly ball, center field, back to the wall, and it is gone! A walk-off home run for Cody Bellinger. The first walk-off win of the year for the Dodgers, who beat the Cubs 3-2. The Giants and the A's were tied at five in the bottom of the 10th inning with San Francisco's Kurt Casale at the plate. Down to the field eye, base hit. Duggar, the fastest runner, to third. The ball juggled. Here's the relay home. Save! 
Hall of Famer John Miller with the call on NBC Sports Bay Area. Giants the first team in the majors to 50 wins. Finally, four-time Olympic tennis gold medalist Serena Williams confirmed today that she will not be competing in the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Michael and LeVar, with all this great and important talk, I'm glad you brought this up about parenting. I can contribute an anecdote. I spent a portion of yesterday combing smeared pancakes out of the hair of a four-year-old. How about it? There that's you go. Something. How? Uh, that's daunting task. That's a skill that they do not write about one needing in those copious parenting books. Never, yeah, never thought copious. I'd be combing pancakes out of the hair of a four-year-old. Time to write your own, Ilo. <laughs> I'll be efforting. You guys can be my co-authors. Oh, there's pl- there plenty go. of stories to mix therein. No question about it. At Isaac Lowenkron, where you find him on Twitter. And reminder, hey, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. As Ilo gave us in the update, we had the... Well, it was it aesthetically pleasing? No, not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the 84-80 win by the Suns here in Los Angeles over the Clippers at Staples Center. A lot of numbers jumping off. He mentioned DeAndre Ayton and his huge night, 19 points and 22 rebounds. Would you believe this, uh, LeVar? His only shot attempt uh, in the fourth quarter was an alley-oop. Uh, appropriately, with 6.23 left. That was the first score by either team in over three and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. Wow. 71-70 Suns and multiple opportunities for the Clippers to break through, take a lead, couldn't happen. Down the stretch, some controversy once again as we get into replay. And I, I wanted to get your opinion on this. There was a ball that went out of bounds. Batum uh, swiped and, and seemingly knocked the ball. You know, another one of those situations where did it touch the dribbling hand uh, one more time before it went out of bounds. And they didn't bother to stop for a review. When they've been reviewing everything. You go back to game two, the final two minutes of regulation took 32 minutes. 32 yeah. minutes. So if you're going to do it one game, it seems anything that's even borderline, you have the technology. And that's not to say that all of it's going to give you the 100% conclusive evidence that you're seeking. But it seems like you've you've built it into the process already. Why would you not use it at that juncture as well? And Clipper fans are incensed over it. Well, I hear you, and I hear the Clippers fans, and I get it. You know, for me, I was a large proponent for and supporter of instant replay. I really was. I have since changed my mind. Has they, have really, they gone too far finally? I think so. I think it's gone too far. And I was really one of those people that was kind of like, ah, you know, if it can change the outcome of a game, you know, you really should you know, implement it. And maybe they could go a little quicker. That might might be part of it is that some of these reviews were at seemingly five, six minutes. And that was the argument with that play, right? The, the alley-oop from Crowder to Aiton the other day was aided by a long review, right? That you got a timeout that you otherwise wouldn't have had uh, to draw up a play. And, And Monty Williams certainly drew up a great one, but you know, this game, you know the the Clippers, they they can hang their hang a little bit on that, 
But once again, Paul George missing free throws down the stretch, and he filled the stat line, 23-16-6, but 12 of 18 from free throw uh, shooting, including a couple of misses in the fourth quarter. They missed 11 free throws for the game uh, and shot terribly. They missed 15 of their final 17 shots. So opportunities were, were there all over the place. But when we can consistently say you're still in the game, right? The Suns didn't do anything to run away and hide. So when you are still in, in a one possession game and you have another officiating opportunity, and again, you've already set precedent with the number of reviews that you've called every other place that I, I don't understand. Cause there was also a, a situation with about two minutes left where the argument was, well, should, you know, Ty Lu be challenging this? Like, well, should he have to, Right, yeah. if you've already built it in that out of bounds plays and all of these, you're going to review. And they had a, a big overturn of a, a blocking foul that got turned into Devin Booker's sixth foul, which bewildered the broadcasting crew and Mark Jackson getting skewered appropriately so for it. Uh, but it's just one another one of those games that, as much as I love '90s basketball, you, you didn't have a bunch of reviews mixed you therein. Did not. Or or the decisions. I don't to, recall to reviews in 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 the nineties. No, back in the day you didn't. You might have had a little yeah, conference yeah, for a minute recall. saying, Hey, did we get this right? But you couldn't go to the check the video boards. I mean I Isaac was, referenced Thunder it, If it's gonna be a tech like what type of technical is it gonna be or you know But even that it, came in later than than the nineties. Yeah, I guess. Because I, I don't think no, we had. No, I don't no, think we I had. Think, the, I, I don't think, think we had the two tiered system. That I'm not. I'm not even talking a system. I'm just talking the the referees collaborating oh, sure. on what the call would be. Like, is it going to be a technical or is it a foul? You will see them like huddle up on the side. Oh real yeah, quick no, the huddles like have always come, been there. Absolutely right. Yeah. So, but now it's become like you said a system. It's right. like I I don't it's I don't like it. I don't like it at all, actually. Well, I, th- I think part of it to me is basketball, like like we're talking with soccer, it, it's when you get into a flow, right, that the game is at its best, right, and, and is beautiful. If you've got all these stops and, and starts and here lengthy reviews, they did that one of the, the Euro 2020 matches where they were trying to, to look at a goal, and, and it took like six minutes. Everybody's standing on the pitch looking around going, what are we doing? Why is it taking so long? <laughs> you know, but look, you want to get it right. I understand that part of the logic, but also there, there hits a point of, you know, have have you, well, we had that game too, right? And you can argue that they got each of those calls right, but it made for a grueling viewing experience uh, of 32 minutes. Look, for us, we were on air, so Smith and I enjoyed the hell out of it because uh, you got multiple views and, and since it's read or watch and react this business uh, that was good good for us so I, I, I can't complain in that regard uh, we'll talk more on this series uh, and more on the continued Eastern Conference Finals as we'll have a game three later on tonight uh, a mail-in effort from game two so we'll see how the, the rebound for the Atlanta Hawks like once you steal game one you you don't expect necessarily uh, the white flag to be raised in the second quarter, but that's what we got in game two. Uh, we'll see how they respond. More on the NBA as we go, but we've got to talk about Tom Brady. Who was he talking about? Why is he so mad? And, well, is that the key to success in your early 40s as a member of the National Football League? We'll get into that next. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington, and you on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. In. It's Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington. 
with you. Uh, we're watching a little bit of Tour de France. They got some some weather, and everybody lined up along the side of the road. We'll talk about a story that that popped up that, well, I, I think is something that that fits with our sporting lifestyle and questions we've asked in a lot of arenas lately. We'll do that a little later on in the show, but I'd be remiss if we didn't turn back to the wonderful world of Tom Brady, who becomes more and more interesting and open and recognizing a branding opportunity after all those years in New England of just, you know, quick little quips, you know, not giving us a whole lot of what's behind curtain A, and certainly none of column B. Uh, and now in Tampa, free and ready to go and hanging out with Bruce Arians, I think has freed him up a bit. Also recognizing the finish line, which means start building your brand now for what you will be afterwards. Well, showed up on an episode of The Shop, and maybe you've heard this clip before, but look, when we've got a guy at our disposal, a, a friend who has lots of thoughts, like LeVar Arrington, we've got to get a little bit of an analysis of what Tom Brady's doing here. There was a story in free agency. One of the teams, they were interested, and all of a sudden, they weren't interested at the very end. I was sitting there thinking, you're sticking with that <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Tom probably had no desire to go to that team, but now it's like, why don't you want me? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. When sure. I look back, I'm like, I just don't way would have went to that team. <laughs> but they said they didn't want me, and I know what that means. I know what that feels like, and I'm going to you up because of that. I love it. I love that we get this side of him, right, is that you just throw it out there, and you like it or you don't. He's at the point where he doesn't have to care. No, right? he The reputation, the accomplishments, they're all there on file. And, you know, as Kevin Durant has repeatedly said through his career, you don't like it, don't watch. Uh, What team, though? And that's the theory of, you know, running thing off the week of which of the teams, and I know Chicago is one that's been rumored and some have tried to push that away. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky into Andy Dalton, QB1. You had Tennessee, Miami. Chicago because he said you're sticking with that guy. So what happened? Let's just narrow it down instead of throwing a whole bunch of teams out there. That let's narrow it down to a team that still has the same or had. The, well, I guess it would have been last year. Well, no, but Mitchell, that's just it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, this was last year. Okay, never mind. Okay, so okay, Chicago is possible. Yeah, Chicago's a possible. Chicago, the Jets with Sam Darnold. The Jets. That's a possible. That's a possible. Now you have Tennessee. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER With no, Ryan Tannehill? No, that's not a. They're having too much success, and and he wouldn't. I don't think he would have thrown you know his former teammate under the bus like that. I don't think he would have put that out there for somebody to speculate that it that that could actually call into conflict um, or turn into maybe a possible conflict between him and Vrabel. Uh, I, listen, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Tennessee. Let's keep going. San Francisco possible good old jimmy g even think i think tom brady would have gone to san francisco so i don't think it's san francisco then you've got miami that's possible uh, with flores that's a possible right the de- decision to ride with ryan fitzpatrick instead of um, maybe moving to <laughs> and then going or, well because this again would have been you know pre-draft i guess to a Right, so but they said sticking with that guy. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be Fitzpatrick. It could be Miami. Would have reunited. And that would be taking Flores. a shot. At, that would be taking a shot at another New England guy, though. Yeah, well, so which, maybe no he's at the New point in his career where he, he would be he okay taking care. a shot. I don't <laughs> at even the care. New England guys. But it, I mean, at least he played with Mike Vrabel. Right. It could be Miami. I started thinking the Washington football team, to be honest. I don't know why that was the first name that came to mind was Washington because Washington loved historically to sign super high-profile quarterbacks late in their careers. Sure. Well, not just quarterbacks. Lots of guys at the end. Lots of name guys. But definitely quarterbacks. I mean, Jeff George – you know, McNabb, all, a whole bunch of guys. And who would they have let at that point? Well, it would have been Alex Smith. 
There you go. Coming back off injury. Well, there you go. So perhaps that's also in that the might offing. be the best one to be honest. I just love the speculation. Perhaps some someday he'll enlighten us, and maybe it'll be part of the next recovery sleepwear uh, as we go. Mike Harmon alongside Lavar Arrington hanging out with you. Hey, the COVID deadline to opt out this week. Does it cover Aaron Rodgers? Will he do it? Can he do it? Can do it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Greetings, welcome to Hour 2 of the program here. Happy to be with you on a Sunday morning on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside the great LeVar Arrington. We're having a blast going through the wide world of sports. Not to steal from the good folks of ABC, but, I mean, look, you've got F1 going, you've got the tournament, you've got the Tour de France, and now they've got kids running around a maypole or something with ribbons. Nice little activity to keep them uh, occupied while you watch the race ride by you. Uh, NBA game three later on tonight, Milwaukee and Atlanta. We got more on yesterday's thriller. And I say thriller because it's a close game. As we've talked uh, the last couple of weeks in the NBA playoffs, LeVar, uh, sometimes the, you know, close has to substitute for great. Yeah, well... Got to find your wins, as as it you were, do gotta right? Got to find your wins. So you can yeah. say it, it wasn't a pleasing game, and it seemed like at some point they'd uh, riveted a, you know, a circular uh, lodge or, or lodging over the uh, the top of the basket because nobody could hit a shot. Uh, but you know, four point game, some controversy, some big performances, uh, and the, on the brink of elimination. Now are the Clippers. There was a great moment in the game where Mike Breen on the broadcast had a little bit of fun at Kawhi Leonard's expense, knowing that well, Kawhi Leonard doesn't really have a, a lot of emotional response. The Clippers made a big shot, and he goes, look at the outburst from Kawhi Leonard. And they show him in the booth and in his luxury box, and he's just sitting there, not moving, not cheering, not anything. I was like, all right, I, I like that, that we can uh, have a little bit of fun 
and we'll we'll see. Maybe someone else will take up and be mad at him on Twitter, uh, as is the case. But we were talking about t- this Tom Brady mm-hmm. story and and the different teams because the assumption has been this is with a new suitor, right? This is the other world. But our guy Nick decided, hey, I you know what? Nick, I think Nick nailed it down. Yes, and, and I, it's I possible think he that it. he did. Hold on a second. Our executive producer Nick got in Lavar's ear, and then he came in and said. I have a theory on this, so I I yield the floor to you, Nick. Thank you, sir. And my theory is that, so there was all this talk of Jarrett Stidham, and could he replace Tom Brady? So I thought, what if it was the New England Patriots? What if Tom Brady didn't want to leave New England? What if he wanted to come back, but New England was like, you know what, we have this young guy, we already shipped out a young guy in Jimmy Garoppolo because you wanted to stay the starter and stay in New England? We're not going to let that happen. So we're going to go with Jared Stidham, and that's who he was talking about. He was talking about, at least in my thought, that he was talking about the New England Patriots wanting to go younger and go with Stidham. Now run run the audio clip back. If we still have it readily available, run it back, listening to it, thinking it's Bill Belichick and Jared Stidham of the New England Patriots. Run it back. There was a story in free agency. One of the teams, they were interested, and all of a sudden, they weren't interested at the very end. I was sitting there thinking, you're sticking with that <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Tom probably had no desire to go to that team, but now it's like, why don't you want me? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. When sure. I look back, I'm like, I think the way I would have went to that team. <laughs> but they said they didn't want me, and I know what that means. I know what that feels like, and I'm going to you up because of that. <laughs> Yeah, the way the way that's termed would lead me to believe that it, it's a different it's team. a different squad. But I but like that the could theory be a though. Right, but yeah, that's just it, right? Because he also has been quoted in the last forty-eight to seventy-two hours talking about press conferences and everything else that he's not always telling the truth. And maybe well, it you is, can you can you, you can, can change things up. You need to change things up in order for it to not be so easily connected to the New England yeah. Patriots. And that's why I think that it makes a ton of sense. I think that theory might be the most relevant because in the end, why would you even invest that type of emotion in saying it? You're Tom Brady. You're Tom Brady. Feelings. Well, I mean, you want to you be. You didn't want me. Like, there's little key words. No, there's sure. Key words you didn't there. want me anymore. Look at what I've done. I know I, I like this from Nick. I, I think this is uh this is a top-notch addition to to the conversation because immediately, and, and I think we all were guilty of it, of looking outside the box of, all right, look at all the teams that were either thinking about changing quarterbacks or maybe outside looking in as we did our analysis of them saying they should be moving on or thinking of moving on from quarterbacks and New England doing the same. And it was, you know, reading all the, the tea leaves. Look, cause I, I never thought Brady was going to leave. I, I truly thought in the 11th hour something would be brokered to keep him there, hmm. which would tie back to this type of response, right, of you're going to stick with that guy. Because they didn't sign Cam Newton until late June, right? Remember, he came in June 28th, about a month before training camp, mm-hmm. almost a year to the day uh, as we sit here today on Fox Sports Sunday. But this theory, thinking about Jared Stidham and – face it he he wasn't able to beat out cam newton who had a very short 
offseason with the Patriots. That makes it even more relevant. Like, right? you didn't want me? You want you want him? There'd be no way I'd be going back. Look how bad they were last year. Well, that but would, I'm going to kick y'all's asses, though. Well, that might have been Bill Belichick's best coaching job in a while, though. As great as he is with the Super Bowl teams and having Brady, the fact well, that he was able to get seven can, and nine out of that. You can you can say that. It's still a pro team, and it's the team that he put together. No, that's right. And I know he had opt-outs and stuff like that, but, I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> and I was going to say shoot, so, <laughs> so y'all know. Um, yeah, it, you it, always it, yell at me for towing the line there, pal. Yeah, Come yeah. on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or shucks, by the way. Oh, uh, shucks, it, exactly. Um, that's his team and they did not they did not fare well so i i mean man i nick i think you might i think you might he might have been super sleuth in this one yeah man i think he might have got it that it was all a red herring because we all started looking outward and that it was really Uh, just an internal battle between brady and belichick hmm yeah man I like it. I think that it was worth putting out there because if it ever came out who the team, what the team was, uh, I think that that might be the one that would land home. That's a good victory lap for Nick right there. Yeah, man. He gets a bonus of another stick of gum. But it's uh, <laughs> fantastic. Like it's <laughs> Look, I, I just love the, the theories to all of this, right? Yes, we can get super saturated with some of it. And one of those is this Aaron Rodgers story that was popped up during the week saying, hey, you know, the COVID opt-out is this week, so maybe he, he opts out and then he wouldn't be able to play. And it's like, no, 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 no. The memo is that you have until July 2nd at 4 p.m. Eastern to inform your opting out of the 2021 season because of reasons linked to the COVID-19 pandemic, which is that since October of last year, that you have developed, quote, developed a high-risk condition since October 1st. So it's a, it's a much different process. Now, he may still not show up for training camp. I still have um, – I'm sticking to my guns that he's under center for the Packers, uh, that he's not sitting out. And it's got nothing to do with the country club renewal that we, we had a couple of laughs with last week. Just a – you're a guy, uh, a prideful guy that recognizes where you're at in the annals of N- N- NFL history. Any team that wants to trade for you will have to give up considerable assets to do so. And the Packers are close, right? A couple of NFC title games. And you could say, well, that was with Aaron Rodgers. True. But the rest of that roster is still pretty damn good. Hmm. In, the, in a division with a lot of question marks. Right. Right? Lions are trying to build a culture. We'll see what, what transpires for Dan Campbell and that staff that he's assembled. Chris on the our Perfet on our ones and twos, our, our technical producer, Pride of Detroit, listened to his podcast. He's been breaking this down as this team gets ready. But you have them in a different frame than they've been in the past. Kind of like we were talking with the AFC North, right? So Detroit taking a new angle on things. You've got Minnesota. Still a solid squad. You get Hunter back, who missed last year. And offensively, you saw what Cousins and Jefferson were were able to do. And you still have Dalvin Cook in your backfield. The Bears, strong team. I don't know how good the quarterbacking is going to be. That's the huge question mark in this moving forward. 
right, as they start with Andy Dalton and eventually probably should, would move to Justin Fields, but we'll see. Defense should be strong enough to to help you be competitive, and you've got, while not A-class weapons all around, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Komet will be in a bigger role, and then you get Tariq Cohen back, not to mention you added Damian Williams, former Kansas City Chief who opted out last year in the offseason to go with David Montgomery. So you've got some things cooking there. Packers are still the should be still the favorites in the division. Easily. Even with Jordan Love moving in and a lot of questions on Jordan Love. But if Aaron Rodgers returns, the path towards another NFC title run is there. You move somewhere else and you say, hey, you want to get traded to Denver. Well, what's Denver going to have to give up? A defensive player or two, which now weakens the other side of the ball. Because the Packers don't need draft picks. Like that that that's been one of the big fallacies, I think, in the whole analysis of well, they can trade him here, 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 and get and get these picks. Because if Aaron Rodgers does his job, those are low first round or second round picks or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And we as we know, the success rate of guys down there. Is it's there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees anywhere, but certainly you're not going to be drafting in the top ten or fifteen with whatever team he goes to. So it's it's faulty logic, I think, to assume that it's just hey they'll send back you know four picks to them. It's like or five picks or whatever number it is. Go Herschel Walker style before it's all said and done. It's like they want viable NFL ready talent because they can still win. Yeah. Well, I think I think all of them should be thinking that way, to be honest. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't return, that 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 Green Bay Packer team becomes a very vulnerable team. And they become vulnerable in a way where it's it's possible to even say that they're on par with the other teams in in the division. And and so if that becomes the case that he decides to opt out um of the year, I mean you would have to I would I would say that man now I have to reevaluate why I'm not starting Justin Fields if I'm the Bears. I want to go with the guy that I believe gives us the best chance to win. Now that must be Andy Dalton to them, but I just didn't see that in Dallas. And and I didn't see it at the end of Cincinnati. And and so for me, why waste that why waste that time and why waste that opportunity when you took a a, a high draft pick? Like figure out a way to get him on the field. Simplify the offense enough, get him acclimated enough where he's confident enough to go out there and be Justin Fields like he was the year before. Don't try to fit Justin Fields into your system. Fit your system to Justin Fields. And if I am the Minnesota Vikings, I'm licking my chops because now all of a sudden I believe that I have the best quarterback in the division. If I'm the Detroit Lions, I all of a sudden think that I may have the best quarterback in the division. And and so, you know, <laughs> Only only one quarterback outside uh well only one quarterback would have played in a Super Bowl in that division. 
at that point in time if, if Aaron Rodgers is indeed opting out. So I think it just turns into a really, really entertaining situation because it goes from a top-heavy one team to a very, very uh, comparable, a ton of parity between those 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 teams. Yeah, this is going to be a fun week to watch. Uh, well, we've got a month till training camps. Till uh, July twenty seventh is we'll be watching this for a full month from today uh, to see exactly what Aaron Rodgers does. But I, unless uh, there's some other piece of information related to the COVID nineteen pandemic and the process that put him in the high risk condition, and if that's the case, then the the football is a whole other part to it, right? I mean that that becomes secondary. But he seems to uh, be healthy and fine, living his best life, or at least he was uh, hanging out in Hawaii. And we don't know where in the world now is Aaron Rodgers, but uh, it's it's certainly one that that dominates. And, and we've now done our requisite seven minutes on Aaron Rodgers for the week, so we could put that back in the vault and see what transpires uh, this coming week. Great theory from Nick. I, I like it. Maybe just a red herring in, in the whole process was the use of other teams and. And why do you still want that guy? I, I think it, it holds up. We'll, uh, we'll probably ponder that a little bit more uh, as the weeks go on. Why? Because, well, you're, you're looking at the end of a career and anything that's going to fuel you and keep you bitter and wanting to uh, defeat other people. See, that's just sometimes you need that, that out, outward motivation, right? The Michael Jordan. And I took that personally. And you move forward. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports or Radio. Coming up next, we always love to play the Magic Johnson Twitter game on my show with Jason Smith. Well, I don't know that this qualifies for the game, but it certainly has tongues wagging here in L.A. Next mm-hmm. on Fox. Welcome back in Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington. Thanks for hanging with us on a Sunday morning. We appreciate you. Lots going on in our sporting universe. Playoff time, Stanley Cup final is set. Tour de France, we'll get into a big story out of the Tour de France in a moment. We got some Formula One going. Euro 2020 continues. Game three of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, a full slate of Major League Baseball. Did I miss anything? I'm sure I, I don't did. know. I don't Probably know. some more qualifiers for the Olympics mixed okay, therein. There you, you know, all we've right. had a lot of those. So, so certainly uh, keeping an eye on all of those different parts of the sporting universe. But, you know, we, we go back to the NBA and whenever we can get these two huge names uh, in the history of the sport into one story, we, we have to. Magic Johnson, who thrills us with the Twitter I don't even know what to call it anymore. Uh, sometimes you you would just want to put a little cap on him and call him Captain Captain Obvious with some of the breakdowns of games. But you know we appreciate. Uh, I think whoever helps run his social media gets the uh, it's a you know little nod and a wink to the rest of us watching. But he does still do media appearances and and has his thoughts on the league as a whole and certainly his beloved Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, his tenure as a managing and a director of, of personnel there uh, was short-lived, and we saw a number of the young players moved out. But he has taken credit, and you can always argue as to how much credit he deserves, but taking credit for getting LeBron James to Los Angeles to become a member of the Lakers. They got their title last year in the bubble, and then obviously this year you had a, a whole bevy 
of injury issues. They parted ways with their trainer, as we talked about last week. You know, that trust, that relationship, probably closer than most people on your staff, right? Especially if you're you're someone that is maybe a little adva- advanced in your career. I, I think that would be fair to say, LeVar, and the injuries and wear and tear have piled up that perhaps you spend more time with the trainer than anybody else? You better be. (laughs) You better be spending a ton of time with that trainer multiple times during the course of the day. Um, Because those, those nicks and those, those aches and pains, they, they become so intense and, and, and for what it's worth, you shouldn't have to wait until, something happens to to have those moments Mike. you you have to be you have to be proactively taking care of yourself well and that's it right with lebron we you know we certainly he and tom brady now aaron Rodgers seems to have adopted some of the tb12 wilson it's, a new, wilson. Tre- it's yeah. a new trend yeah. you know spending that million dollars or whatever it is out of your pocket why because it's a it's a good investment your body is your best asset right it's in general i mean that's for all of us you know <laughs> Garbage in equals garbage out, uh, just like when you're building math equations and algorithms and everything else. If you're putting bad data in, what are you getting out? Worse data. Uh, but for Magic Johnson, quote, I think to me he has two hard years. I'm talking about, listen, we got to get it done in these two years, and I can still just be a man out here dominating and playing great. Hmm. That was his analysis uh, of LeBron James, and I think it's in line with what many of us have said, right? You could see for years, while he may have had injuries, it didn't show, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, he still showed up every day. And then load management comes in and that, you know, it obscures and, and kind of veils anything that may really be going on with a guy's body, whether it's LeBron or prior to this injury, Kawhi Leonard and, and some others. How many years do you think LeBron has left? I would say Magic's probably uh, – um, you might extend it to where you're playing another four, maybe five if you want to, but to where you're that – a long that, time. That, but to, to be where you're that apex guy, right? We use the term apex predator around yeah. here uh-huh. uh, when we're talking about that. And, you know, for to, to be the guy that LeBron has been. And remember, before the injury in, this year, when dude slid into his leg – he was having a whale of a year, right? He was putting up numbers on a nightly basis, and we were talking about, wow, here's that elusive MVP might might come back after all these years. And then he got hurt and was never right again. And we saw that, you know, a couple years ago as well before they did Operation Shutdown in his first year with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, man. It's hard to hard to imagine he can make four to five years being at still what would be considered a high level. Well, no, and that's just it. I, I think it's really I think I'm with Magic on the the two years as the dominant guy, but you got to start planning for that succession. And I think they tried to do that by bringing in Anthony Davis, but as we've seen, his body, at least for now, you, you got a lot of history. That says, well, he's he's not the guy that you're going to be able to depend on night in, night out. Yeah, I think the Lakers find themselves in a tad bit of a a quinky dink, uh, a, a quagmire, so to speak. Um, it's it's hard to to assess Anthony Davis based off of what the information is in front of you. 
just because when he is healthy, he is the most dominant player um, possibly in the, in the NBA. But that's just it. When when can you count on him to stay that guy? But can you? But but with that being said, do you not count on it just because of the injuries? Well, there's enough history to say we at least have to have a plan B and use our money wisely and build our roster wisely around. Which is why when when Schroeder turned hey, down that eighty four million dollar deal, that was the greatest blessing for the Lakers because. I mean, look, I'll agree with Magic in this point that that he showed he was not the guy. Mike. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there that heard you use you got to have the plan B just in case. Yeah. That realized that the plan B was not effective. Well, there is that too. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like... Respect to all those folks out there, by the respect way. Respect to you all. Respect and, and handle your duty. You were taking you know? that a little bit deeper than I, I certainly was <laughs> intending. But, you know, we work on many levels here, pal. Hey, I just want to give like I just want to give a shout-out to all those Plan Bers out there that, well, it didn't work. So look, now you look, have to worry about Plan C or just, just live Life, life doesn't a. go in a straight line, man. <laughs> Read and react survive in advance adapt and thrive all of those things as you go got to you got to you got to but so you know that's all all i'm saying is is when i think about the situation with with the lakers i'm probably going to be more more in tune with trying to figure out how to get through it with AD versus not. No, certainly. He's he's still your focal point, I think, going forward. And he's got to rededicate himself to just being in shape. right? Yeah. Was he 100% healthy coming into this year off the short turnaround? Probably not, as so many guys weren't. right? A lot of wear and tear on the bodies, no question. You know, the and, and getting right back into the grind. Granted, they did have a four-month break before they got to the bubble, and but they still have to stay in game shape, you know, because that call could have come at any time to to get back onto the court. And, and eventually they, they did down in Florida. But it's just going back to his time in New Orleans. Is, is he dedicated to being that top five guy all the time and keeping his body right as best he can? Maybe this is the wake up call. And I don't, I can't, I can't pretend to to say if I were to answer that definitively one way or the other, yes or no, I would be doing him a disservice and the people that listen to us a disservice because I don't know enough about his routine sure. and his habits to, to answer that in an accurate you know way. But what I will say is, is that we do know that there have been enough injuries that have taken place where you're hoping that all of the maintenance and all of the things that he needs to do to put himself in the best best health and best shape that he possibly can do that he's doing it now i'll say this i mean some of these injuries that he sustains i just really think it's just based and and i'll be the first one to sympathize with him i think some of these injuries you just can't avoid especially with his body type and the the things that he does best. I think it's just it's just one of those those things where it's just going to happen. And and so 
it goes back to my original point. Are you willing to just play your hand and hope that he can stay healthy long enough or in spurts and spots long enough? Because let's be clear, if he stays healthy, the Lakers are probably still playing. You know, and and so you just went TJ on me. How dare you? Yeah, you you I, just I, I went didn't feel TJ. Comfortable saying you, it you just the, that sounded so uncomfortable I, coming I out of your feel, mouth because you feel, did the whole if. You're right. You're right. You're right. But <laughs> but but I'm just saying for the sake of this discussion, Mike. <laughs> if Anthony Davis is able to stay healthy enough to play, they're probably still playing right now. So that's kind of, for me, if I'm the Lakers and I'm a Lakers fan or whatever it may be and I'm making decisions and I'm feeling a certain type of way, I'm probably sitting there thinking that, is that this Lakers team, and then if I'm LeBron, I'm looking at it like, man, I only got so many so many more years, so many top, top-level years left in me. Like, I don't want to try to start over and try to find someone else who may stay healthier but doesn't give me what what AD gives me when they're 100% healthy. Yeah, you can, you can, you know what I mean? Like, we could be, we could be a not as good team, you know, uh, 100% of the time and be a really, really dominant team 50 to 60, 70% of the time when AD's healthy. Yeah, I think the the big part of the the component as you can is, and and maybe this is where the ego's got to be sublimated a bit, is bringing in someone else who actually handles the ball, yeah, more than LeBron does to reduce a little of that wear and tear on him. Uh, start working down in the low post if he trusts his jump shot like Jordan did late in his career. See, I did it. There it is. I got Jordan into the conversation because that's what people love. It's the the thing that everybody, uh, their eyes widen and their ears perk up. It's like, what? He used LeBron and Jordan in the same argument. Crazy. All right. Coming up next, we're going to tell you how fans getting involved sometimes goes wrong. But first, it's Isaac Lowenkron. He's got an update on the sporting universe. Hi, Ilo. So much going on. Michael and LeVar and heady times for the Phoenix Suns. They're now one victory away from advancing to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993 after an 84-80 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals last night. Devin Booker, 25 points before fouling out. DeAndre Ayton, 19 points, 22 rebounds, 9 offensive rebounds, 4 blocked shots. Chris Paul had 18 points and 7 assists. Saturday, a fantastic day for teams all across the desert as the Arizona Diamondbacks finally snapped their modern-day Major League record 24-game road losing streak with a 10-1 victory at San Diego. It was their first road victory in 62 days. Up the road at Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers and Cubs were tied at two with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Here is Charlie Steiner on AM570 LA Sports. 3-1. Bellinger, fly ball, center field, back to the wall, and it is gone! A walk-off home run for Cody Bellinger. The first walk-off win of the year for the Dodgers, who beat the Cubs 3-2. More from Charlie coming up shortly. He's actually a part of Off the Rails today. Hint, hint. Well then. Up in the Bay Area, Giants and A's tied at five. Bottom of the 10th inning, the Giants' Kurt Casale at the plate. Down to the field line. Base hit. Duggar, the fastest runner. 
to third. The ball juggled. Here's the relay home. Sweeps! And the ball game is over. Hall of Famer John Miller, the call on NBC Sports Bay Area. The Giants, the first team in the majors to 50 wins this year. Back to LeVar Arrington and Michael Harmon. And Michael, you can find me on Twitter at... Isaac Lowe and Kron. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks for calling me Michael. I'll that meet was, you in the hallway in a few moments. That was uh, I didn't call you Mark. Uh, well, you, you you've gone down that road. You you're close. Oh. Wow. oh. Speaking oh, of roads, Mike, speaking Mike, of roads. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, no, speaking I'm just kidding. What's up? I don't know. I was I don't just going to say I Mike, you were sounding... singing country roads. Mike was sounding you were sounding kind of confrontational right there. Uh, I, I, I would be kind of nervous. I got them strong quads, man. Kick you in your kneecap or no, no, stomp no. on your big toe. It could be over. The Sport, big toe. It's sports talk radio. It's supposed to be con- confrontational. And I actually thought the most dangerous part of Michael Harmon in terms of physical weaponry was actually his calves, not his quads. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying they if, work in tandem. If we're, they do. If we're ever in a sports media street fight, like an anchorman, I will be behind both of you, saying, "Hold me back! Hold me back!" and allowing you guys to perform the physical savagery. So you've I been watching a lot behind. of '80s WWE, haven't you? Oh, yeah. WWF, WWF back, back then. Back Very then, good. Yeah. yeah, one of the hearts. I'm going to be behind uh, Mark's quads and calves working <laughs> in tandem. <laughs> I love you, too. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday, the voices of Isaac Lohengron. You'll hear off the rails in just a couple of moments. And, of course, my guy, the king of the mammals, Lavar. Don't call him Lamar. Arrington. Uh, See I what I did the there? There you but go. I get Lamar all the time. We'll just call you I get, La- I get LaVon. LaVon. I get Lamar. Yeah. Not a lot of uh, LaVons. I mean, you got Kirkland, but yeah. You'd be surprised. There are that? quite a few Levons out there. Well, yeah. let's let's turn to the maybe in, they've got some in France. Uh, the Tour de France <laughs> is uh, something we're keeping an eye on here as they I roll through the countryside, and you've got folks lined up everywhere, signs and excitement. Uh, sometimes in this incident, uh, kind of reminiscent of the marathon on Seinfeld when you he's running by and Kramer has the the hot coffee. Or, or tea, and you have a problem with a runner. Let's let's hear the audio of this event. That was a little closer than 126 as they've gone under that banner. Oh! oh what a passive crash there. What has happened? Right oh. on the side of the road there. Look at this. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they clipped the crowd, but whatever has happened, they are in a right mess down there at the moment now. How many riders... That is a massive crash, Bob. It's completely... It was a jumbo Visma ride. It wasn't Roglic, was it? I think that was Tony because Martin. Because the whole... That just went down. It could down. have been Tony Martin. Yes, it could have been. You can see right on the... It looked like pilot Near error. the front. Watch him try to get around his teammate and go down. Oh, he might have clipped that spectator. He went off the road. Oh. I think he went off the road. The road has got a nasty ridge on it there. Now, the question is, what's going to happen? How many people are going to get back up right, out of this? Right, that sign right there, Phil. Left of your picture. Oh, my, oh, my goodness me. Oh, it was the sign that the rider in front hit. There you that go, the horrible. coverage. Yeah, right. Tony Martin was, in fact, the guy that hit the sign being held by the fan. And Chris and Nick and I were talking about this, that it's one of the cool sights of a sporting event, right, guys? I mean, you've got 
fans lined up along the way cheering as the riders come through with the motorcade helping them through. But the Peloton, which also, you know, we're, we're joking about the obvious behemoth when it comes to the personal training, uh, that the larger noun is just the main field of a group of cyclists in a race. So some learnings for all of us as we go. But, you know, we, we like fan involvement. We talk about it. Uh, and we had the crazy week with all the throwing of in of things on the, the ice or the court or whatever else. But here you actually got involved because of a sign and takes down multiple riders. Mm. Just crazy. You know, I didn't see it, and I don't know the context. Did he run into it, or was the fan in the way do, do we know? Well, Chris wants to, to weigh in a little more off this. Go ahead, go so, ahead, yeah, so the fan held out a sign. Apparently in French it was, it was basically, hi, grandma, hi, grandpa. And <laughs> it, it's, a big, it's, it's a big sign. It's a, it was at least like four or five feet wide or so. And he holds it out basically in front of the rider past himself. And that's what clipped uh, the, the lead rider in the peloton. So he out. was well within the safety um, parameters hit, of riding. Just, it I wasn't like he, hit, he went out and hit the no, sign. No, the fan the leaned onto the road. It. Yes, with the yeah, sign. Yeah, I, I, I hate that. I hate things like that. Like I think that that's ridiculous. Um, what if that would have led to the demise of one of those riders? Well, that's it. You got to pile up, and and I'm sure lawsuits will start flying out of this, right? Once they go through the Zapruder film. I think the tour has already said they intend to sue the uh, the fan who caused the incident. Yes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's unfortunate. I mean, there's so many different implications connected to that taking place, and 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 in a way, that's for the athlete. That's an act of God in a way, but it's stupidity for the fan who did it. Yeah, as you're you know? looking at the video another time, seeing multiple angles on it, like you got. Fans within six inches of the little roadway that they're riding through. Right? Yeah, fans are usually on top of the tour, and some some years you'll see one fan jostling a lone rider. But this is the first time I've ever seen someone brazenly try to get out, basically to get in the camera shot. Yep. and take out the whole like most of the peloton. Yeah, he had a, a sign that he had uh, I don't know extended, probably about a two foot sign, maybe a little bit longer that he had turned into the rider's. Uh, well, right, rider's path, and he goes down, Tony Martin, and then you see the domino effect and a lot of anxious moments as guys got back up, and, you know, what, we're, we're just starting what is a three-week marathon here, so uh, crazy thing to start, fan involvement and uh, lawsuits. We'll see what kind of dollar amount gets attached to that. Hey, coming up next, we're going to go off the rails with Isaac Lowenkron, uh, Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington, and you here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington. Reminder, we're brought to you by Navian. For hot water that never runs out, go tankless with Navian. Navian tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spotlight comfort. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com and save hundreds with local rebates. Tanklessmadesimple.com. You can find LeVar on Instagram at King of the Mammals. Find me over at Swollen Dome watching uh, the second leg of 21 of the Tour de France, talking about the signage and lawsuits to come. Uh, and maybe we'll get one for this next bit. Without further ado, let's go to Ilo. We all do double takes at curious headlines, but it takes a keen eye to make sense of them. Here's our man reporting on the theater of the absurd. It's Isaac Lowenkron, and this is Off the Rail. Michael Michael and the Bar, Fox Sports Radio is, of course, the proud home of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. But Off the Rails this week, the tale of a real cowherd. We take you to Pico Rivera, California, (laughs) and a meatpacking plant incidentally called Manning Beef. Cut that meat! Cut that meat! (laughs) Well... On Tuesday afternoon, someone at Manning Beef accidentally left a gate open and 40 cows took full advantage. Follow me! 
Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did, Charlie, as the herd escaped the plant and created a low-speed chase that even a the world's speed. capital of low-speed chases had never seen before. Here's how it sounded, courtesy of local resident Daisy Loriano, as the 40 cows ran through a nearby neighborhood. And what you're about to hear is not from the wind, it's the sound of the herd trampling by. I wonder if they looked at them while they were going by. <gasps> they went into somebody's yard. Nothing. Uh, uh, nothing were they saying no? No, they were just going, oh, because the ca- the cows were going oh, through something. It, it was it insane. It like the cows were saying no. <laughs> Mama, no. Mama, no. Unfortunately, I mean, nothing, that, was on the move. nothing that exciting ever happens in my neighborhood, unfortunately. <laughs> well, after several hours, the herd finally made the mistake of going down a cul-de-sac. Bad move where they were eventually rounded up, except for one intrepid cow who went on the lamb, no pun intended, for two more days before finally being captured seven miles away from the meatpacking plant. But for that one cow, there is a very happy ending thanks to the city of Pico Rivera and a surprising ally, Grammy award-winning songwriter Diane Warren. How about that? Because you loved loved me fame. Nothing's going to stop us now in rhythm of the night. They struck a deal with the meatpacking plant for that one cow to spend the rest of its days at an animal sanctuary north of Los Angeles. Indeed, good moves, I mean good news, <laughs> for that one cow, Michael and Lavar. Oh, my God. Well done, Ilo. That cow we were watching be better that live. served being on my grill. Sorry, PETA. Wow. Sorry. Look at you. You would treat Sorry. it right, there's no question. But Diane I Warren. I certainly would not waste that's for certain. It was pretty crazy watching that unfold live when they got into the cul-de-sac and kept, uh, they tried to surround him while trucks were coming and it made for a very crazy scene. KD and Scotty, the great social media smokeout. Moo. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Greetings, welcome in. The second half has begun here on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the three-time Pro Bowler, the All-American himself, the king of the mammals. Hello. My guy, LeVar Arrington. Hi. Hi, buddy. Hello to you, Mike. We're having a fun time. We've had some great stories. We just talked about the very weird slaughterhouse uh, gate being left open and cows running amok. In neighborhoods here in L.A., the one that got saved, the one that got away. Can I can I add to that one sure. that got away while you're setting the show up? Yeah, absolutely. If you got upset when I said I'd throw that bad boy on the grill and that's where that one that got away belonged. Well, I mean, that's where he was destined to go if he'd stayed you, and, and been corralled with the be. rest ashamed of yourself for having any issue with me because I would take exception to the fact that you only saved one. <laughs> oh, nicely done there. So it's cool that you saved one, but we're just going to go ahead and let the rest of them end up on the grill anyway. Shame. Well, there, there's there's something to, something to be said there. We'll just save one Is of them. 
Well, he outsmarted the herd once. Maybe he could lead another rebellion to be free. Maybe he was the leader. He better. Maybe he was Caesar, like in uh, Planet of the Apes. Apes. He he may not be able to free them all because some of them are probably gone by now. But that one should return to try to get the rest. I feel like there needs to be a Hollywood movie on this. Take your songwriter with you, and y'all go back. <laughs> you leave Diane Warren alone. Okay, I'm sorry. She's given us some of the finest songs yes, that she has. Uh, people have had a lot of uh, alone time with. I understand. You know what I mean? Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> uh, Chris Perfett is tagged out. That means Iowa Sam now, a, our technical producer for Indeed. these next two hours. Uh, we've got Isaac Lowenkron, who gave us that gem, and, of course, our executive producer, Nick who uh, had his theory on the whole Tom Brady situation. You can hear that in the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Uh, Nick surmised that perhaps Brady led us all astray, and our our wandering minds were all about free free agency opportunities and moving to different pastures when maybe he was just mad he didn't get to stay home. But he was in free agency. That maybe see that I just think that the, he was a free agency in free agency and was not wanted by that team. And you're going to keep this bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, wow. you got to be really careful with the bleeps on there because you want to yeah. get the essence of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like our, our audio editors that that had to work on that clip, you know, you got to you got to make sure you you do it. Proper justice to, to have the clip together, uh, but that you blank out enough uh, for the sensitive ears and, and for our, well, to keep our, our license here on yeah. Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. There's you no question that. about it. Uh, and speaking of that, uh, we've got good social media beef uh, going on. And as, as we know, uh, Kevin Durant has rabbit ears when it comes to criticism and his willingness and, and wanting to be part of the social media sphere. And, you know, you keep his name out your mouth or he's going to come back at you either on his official Twitter account or one of his burners. Uh, But he's been taking to his actual Twitter account to go back at a top 50 player of all time who's really, I think, come up with theory after theory. And someone's just got to tell him to get away from a microphone. It's Scottie Pippen, uh, who's now on tour signing bottles of his bourbon. No, no shame in that. Uh, and also shilling his new book that's coming out. All right. There's no shame in him doing things that create these conversations. That's I mean, he's like a disgruntled dude. No, there's a lot of anger. Yeah, he's a disgruntled dude that, you know, uses it to his advantage. So I give him credit that he uses those moments to his advantage, but it's also pretty interesting when you really think about it. Like, what is he so upset about? Well, but that's the thing, right? That That is really what it comes back to for me. Like, at some point, and I, I tweeted this out the other day. I mean, he had this the asinine, well, Phil Jackson calling the shot for Tony Kukoc was racist. Hmm. And then, well, why he sat on the bench and, and all of those things. Just... Uh, Random theories. Like, if you're really that mad at Michael Jordan, if he did something to you, and there have been all sorts of speculation as to what may that may have been, we'll leave that for you in the message boards out there uh, or on your Twitter feeds. Uh, but if you're that much against what you were part of, 
and there was all these ills. And, it, and look, part of it still comes back to the contract. You and I have talked about this going back to the last dance and all the way through. They offered you a long-term secure deal. You decided for your family it was best. Why do they need to rip it up? Yeah, you could say good faith and, hey, you've outperformed, and now we, we you know, compensate you, et cetera. But you signed a, a deal for seven years, which made you a grossly underpaid player two years into the seven-year deal. But they made it clear, and that was Reinsdorf, one of the, the great things about how he's operated, and one of the worst is that you're not getting renegotiated. It's, it's just policy. So if you're still mad about that, that's fine. But all the other little uh, swipes that have come out in the media, it's like, why, why are you so mad? Everybody right. recognizes you as an all-time great. You, you just weren't a great number one. Mm. You helped fuel one of the great dynasties in modern sports and have been given a lot of accolades and, and have been celebrated at, at every turn. By the NBA because of it. Yeah. And de- deservingly so. I just, I think that Scottie Pippen in a way feels as though, you know, if this, if this was a, a singing group, let's just take new edition for, for example. And with that boy band doing so well, it's almost like, you becomes and it's kind of interesting because Bobby Brown became a very very self-destructive person and Absolutely. he felt as though he was better than Ralph Tresvent but Ralph Tresvent got all of the attention Ralph Tresvent got all like it was like Ralph Tresvent and new edition <laughs> you know we got I mean? Ralph Tresvent into the show this is this is groundbreaking stuff right, right here absolutely wow but Bobby Brown thought he was the star all along and everything that he did even after leaving the group and doing his own thing and still having success um because he made some hits on his own sure um and and i mean he married arguably the greatest vocalist that we've ever known uh in whitney houston he was still very self-destructive. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that early on when it really mattered to him and his develop, you know, developmental years, he wasn't given the props of the success of the group like Ralph Tresvent was. And sometimes no matter how much success you have, sometimes no matter how much you hear how great you were or how much you've accomplished and what you've done and here's your ratings and your rankings, you just don't feel like there's enough respect connected to what you did. And I can easily see that Scottie Pippen is in that in that space. I just think that a lot of people forget how brilliant a player that Scottie Pippen was. Defensive and, help, taking oh, on the, the number one guy. Like there's there's so much in team defense and that was a clinic that they put on. He was the man. And and I just think that for what it's worth Whatever happened, like you said, whatever it it was that happened, things that happened behind closed doors, how things were depicted, how they were discussed and talked about. He's a he's a smart guy. 
And and it's not that this is like he's not intelligent or he's, you know, he's off on to something totally different. It's 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 not that the dude is is really, really put together mentally. So it just kind of hits you in a way where it's like, you know what? And him doing this, it may just be him villainizing himself to push his agenda. No, that's it. He's going to sell books. He's going to make you a, more, a hotter media property for sure. I mean, you get Kevin Durant to to tweet out, you know, what he tweeted oh, out. Oh, this is and, great. Well, let, let's let's set that up for folks. Uh, so he's out uh, in an interview with GQ promoting his bourbon in his memoir, talking about Durant Game 7. Right, obviously the toe on the line, uh, and even Durant, as we talked about it last week, joked, hey, you know, my big-ass foot, and he was wearing his sneakers, and he always has, a size too large. Uh, if he'd worn, you know, shoes that actually fit his feet, maybe uh, it's a three and it's a final. Uh, but <laughs> Pippen takes to uh, this discussion with GQ, quote, KD, as great as his offense was, turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball. He kept trying to go punch for punch. I would say exhibit B or maybe exhibit A in this case. Go back and watch the game. Were any of the secondary players actually hitting open jump shots? The answer is no. no. Joe Harris, your leader in the NBA in three-point efficiency, couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Huh. Bruce Brown, who had some big moments, was coming up short. Everybody else is hurt. Yeah, you, you get on my back. Come with me if you want to live kind of situation. Like the cows. Exactly. Exactly. See how it all ties together? Yep. Uh, said, have you ever seen LeBron take a shot like that? He ain't going to take that shot. He's going to be smarter. He would have figured out how to beat them, and he wouldn't have been exhausted, and he may not have taken the last shot. LeBron ain't KD, and KD ain't LeBron. Okay. There you have it. You know, because that's also the... You know, little little slight to Jordan whenever he can invoke LeBron's name. That's certainly been in the play playbook for Scotty here for a while. Uh, Durant on Twitter comes back, quote, didn't the great Scotty Pippen refuse to go into a game for a last second shot because he was in his feelings that his coach drew up a play for a better shooter? Yikes. This guy, Scott, also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season. Yikes. LOL. Yo, Scotty Pippen, they followed Phil. Not you. Yikes. See, just like with Tom Brady and his commentary of all things since he left New England and that openness, even if he's lying to us or we're trying to read the tea leaves like we did and and Nick with his uh, astute observation of that quote that went viral this week. Find it all again on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, wherever you get your audio coming up about two hours from now. Uh, but KD has hit that point too where, you know, I, I've won enough. I'm, I'm just going to own it on my verified Twitter timeline as opposed to other because he's got his whole media enterprise rolling as well, just like LeBron and, and others. But for, for Scottie Pippen, look, I can't fault a good strategy when it comes to building your career. Uh, and if you if you can stay with this type of energy, yeah, more opportunities are going to come. I, I just wonder at what point you also become a little bit of a parody of yourself and kind of denigrate the legacy that you had. The more that you blame others for when you did fall short or don't seem like the the accolades that you have gotten because he's gotten a lot of roses thrown at his feet through the years but that it, they're not enough it's obviously not enough 
It's obviously not enough. And man, this one was interesting because when you're put when you're put in a position where you're 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 like kind of having to to choose sides, it it just becomes kind of like weird, you know. Because I'm a big Scottie Pippen fan. And I'm also a big Kevin Durant fan. And so I hate it when I see guys of that that caliber taking aim at one another. You know, I just, I didn't like it. Well, the, the tearing down of others is one of the great things in our culture, right? Build folks up to a high level. And then as soon as we can, it's the, all right, what's wrong with them, right? Here's, uh, like, we'll talk game three a little later on in the show. We've got... The, the Hawks and the Bucks. Giannis is a two-time MVP, but what do we talk about? All the stuff he can't do. Yeah. Right? We we look at the Warriors and how we celebrated the changing of the game for about 18 months. And then we were done with them like a microwave dinner. And all of a sudden, the, the hatred of, well, they're just blowing people out. And then Durant shows up, and now you've got this juggernaut. And look at what's happening to the game. And woe is me. And Steph chews on his mouthpiece too much and everything else. Uh, Steve Kerr had comments on anything going on in the world. And, and you just got to a point where, you know, a flashpoint just that fast. Likewise, you know, Scottie Pippen, he's, he's airing out the laundry from 30 plus years. I'll tell you what, I, I've pre-ordered the book. I'm in. I can't wait to see what other stories find their way uh, therein. Uh, maybe we'll do a dramatic reading of some passages at some point. Okay. If we can secure the rights, of course. And I, I tie up uh, this part of the conversation to go back to new edition. If you check out the Wikipedia page, you know, you go into the background information, genres, R&B, pop, and new Jack Swing. I wouldn't have gave them new Jack Swing. Well, but... that's what they did. So I just thought that it's a great term. I wouldn't have gave them new Jack Swing. That's pretty interesting. All right, but you can go in go. and edit that under your your account, as you will. At LeVar Arrington. That's, that just shows you how big of a fan I, I am and was of that that group. Oh, no. We, you know, we, I met we, them. They know who I am. They know who I you actually are. have been on stage with them for concerts. How about that? Did who you sing? Like a, I'm a mark. You Did know? you sing? And to myself, yeah. Oh. I was singing out loud. I didn't have a microphone, but I, I damn sure thought about grabbing one. See, I was looking at who the was going to stop you if you did though. Like, nobody's stopping you. First off, gonna say, hey, Trez Van, give me that. First off, I wouldn't have took any of their mics. Oh. I would have took a mic from the DJ booth, and I was looking at it too. I saw it, and then I was going to just go ahead and grab it and start harmonizing with them. Can you stand the rain? And nobody would have heard how bad I sing. Well, that's because, just it. When you got a cheering crowd like that. And and we're all singing together. No, that's it. So I would have been in tune. I would have just matched the tune. All them dudes ain't the greatest no. singers, by the way. No, that's why it really uh, cut me to the quick when I read about the beef between Usher and T-Pain. Yeah. Uh, uh. Now, we'll, we'll get into that maybe uh, another time. There's got to be another podcast for us. Uh, maybe we do uh, pop culture. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, as a linebacker in the National Football League, LeVar had to deal with a lot of tight ends. George Kittle got the band together hey, for some learning. <laughs> what? Uh, you couldn't so you you... just let that go, could you? Yeah, just uh, let that go. I could let that go. 
wordsmithing and I knocked it out of the ballpark, Mike. <laughs> Give us our respect, they say. We'll talk about it next on Fox. Strutting around the studio as we got the tunes rolling and the merriment wordplay. Yeah, pay attention. There's always a second story going on when LeVar and I get together. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington with you here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Teams assembled coming up in about 20 minutes from now. We'll get our mammals of the week. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about tight end university. Keep that mind clean. It's a family show. Uh, but George Kittle, <laughs> recently retired and member of the Fox team, Greg Olson, among uh, Travis Kelsey, among others, with tight end university going on. And George Kittle saying, hey, we need our respect as to what we are, right? We do everything. We are the football players that do everything on a field that you can be asked to do. And, and I think he's talking about just a, a different era uh, of the tight end position than than it was and we we have more specializations kind of like major league bullpens to some degree anymore lavar where you got guys that that aren't necessarily blockers anymore right they don't want to do it it's kind of like pitchers hitting they don't want to do it i don't want to see it uh and sometimes it shows and then some guys some bad narratives get out there that they can't block and then you pull up a number of instances and show you quite clearly, well, that's wrong. But 49 NFL tight ends got together for tight end university. Uh, Tight ends, the most unique and diverse position, Kittle was saying. Most fun because it's the only one on the field where you get to do everything that a football player does. You You run block, you pass pro, you get to run routes and catch the football. We do everything. You want to talk about a guy getting in there and selling, selling, selling. Right. Uh, Especially as they're trying to fight uh, to make sure that as those numbers rise, the target counts and receptions, that maybe when we get to these, um, you know, different uh, circumstances of your top five players, that we can have more of those arguments that we should be treated and paid like receivers rather than the traditional tight end uh, caps, right, as you get into franchise tags and those kind of things. Uh, But 49 people assembled for this one, going through strategies and best practices and everything else. Uh, Could this become a trend? For the position? For position for by every like position. position by position to where the leaders and the guys that are established rally up. They said they got so much participation that they ran out of hotel rooms and the ability to accommodate anybody further. Yeah, I think it would become a trend. I mean, this has existed just with quarterbacks, though, and receivers pretty much. So it certainly could become a trend. I mean, you see a lot of people specialize training these days. And and they they specialize by position and and that's what they do. You got a lot of guys that do the training for the corners and stuff like that. And so the way these guys are connected through social media and different things these days now, it would it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to see it become more of a trend with with pros at at every position for certain you you think uh in your prime you would have been rallying folks to trade trade secrets and and get the inside dope on guys ray used to do it quite a bit ray did it quite a bit back in the day it just wasn't publicized publicized at the same level because obviously we remember jets west when uh mark sanchez was running uh 
running the Jets and getting together with all his wide receivers. And, and we certainly have seen a lot of different training formations here in California. Uh, there's been times down in the beach cities where it's like, yeah, you, you really can't go down that stretch of the beach. They're like, why? Oh, the Seahawks are working out there. Like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and trying to keep folks away uh, and blacked out uh, windows on gyms and stuff, which has been interesting. It's like, who's training there? Is it someone working for a movie or no, it's just the NFL players have taken over uh, this little area, <laughs> which is kind of funny uh, as you go. But I, I think it's a fascinating concept that you bring that many folks together. And it's like, all right, let's go through best practices and, and little tips for longevity for one, for some of these guys. I mean, you look, even with some injuries, a guy like Greg Olson, you got over a decade in the league. You don't you don't get a lot of guys like that. I, I'd be asking Mercedes Lewis if he found the fountain of youth and things of that nature. All right. One guy that wasn't there though is Tim Tebow. And people are like, well, why not? Because he's too good. <laughs> he doesn't need that training. He's ready to go. Well, Kittle, Kittle said, if I can't invite everybody, how do I not invite a guy who's second or third string who's been playing tight end since he was eighteen, as opposed to? Tebow, he goes, quote, nothing against Tebow. I hope he has an incredible success this year. I hope he has 10 touchdowns and a great year, but it's hard for me to invite a guy that just started playing the position when I can't invite a guy that's been playing it for 8 to 10 years. That's hard for me. Okay. That and it would have been the Tim Tebow uh, tight end university instead of George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, etc. So Kittle, I I think, lost that one because he knows that would have been top billing and it wouldn't have been about him. I think you might be right. <laughs> I'm calling it what it is. You know, guys want to get out and, you know, media and promote, and I, I think it's a great idea. And, I look, that's the kind of thing I would love to be able to get a ticket to attend or as a media member just go and watch because that was my favorite thing about training camp visits was the proximity that you, you had to the position coaches and sometimes the head coach would wander to an area you were. I just always remember going to Latrobe, and and I, I say this because they, they gave just ridiculous access and allowed you to eat in the they same dining did. hall and hanging out with the players. I remember you know they were making fun of Ben Roethlisberger because he was young at, when I was doing those tours and uh, what was on his playlist on his, you know, and then – mp3 player and whatever else so that was kind of fun uh but going and they let you wander right as the position groups spread out most folks stayed with the larger fields and you know hey well let's watch the wide receivers work whatever it's like nah i went and watched the offensive linemen (laughs) i went and watched those things and i had a number of circumstances where coach tomlin and others you know at other spots would just look at me and go none of this shows up in the uh reports tomorrow right Uh. and a grin you know, especially if they were wearing somebody out. Right. And some of the some of the inspirational speeches, man, let me tell you, that's the stuff of Hollywood writing and then some. Mike Tomlin's a dope dude. Oh, I love him. Like he was always uh always so good with his time and, and great quotes and he didn't dance around things. If you asked him something, you got you got a blunt response, which hmm. I always appreciated because he could have very easily just said, Hey, it's only week two of training camp. And and pushed it away. But if he had concerns about something and you raised it, he addressed it. Didn't didn't try to push it out or obfuscate. So uh, always respect in that regard for him and, and that. So Indeed. Indeed. yeah, 
at LeVar Arrington, at King of the Mammals on Instagram. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, you know, we were talking about potential championship runs being upended by COVID. We see it certainly in the NBA. Now the Suns have a 3-1 lead, but when Chris Paul was suddenly in protocols, uh, you started raising your hands. College baseball has a scenario that played out, uh, and, well, for those that have been paying attention, you've had a fantastic college world series but controversy raises its head we'll get to that in a moment first it's our buddy isaac lowenkron with what's trending mike and lavar we have a new development for you in the tour de france fan cardboard crash fiasco coming up in mere moments wow that's a tease we're gonna start on this side of the pond with game four of the western conference final saturday night it saw the phoenix suns defeat the los angeles clippers 84 to 80 for a three games to one lead the suns one victory away from their first NBA Finals appearance since 1993. Devin Booker scored 25 before fouling out. DeAndre Ayton, 19 points, 22 rebounds. Baseball Saturday. The Arizona Diamondbacks finally did it. They snapped their modern-day Major League record 24-game road losing streak. Way to go, guys. With a 10-1 victory at San Diego. You know what the last win was before that, Ilo? On the road for Arizona? Please tell me this is some sort of humorous joke and not, yeah, it was against the Phillies uh, two months ago. No, it's the Madison Bumgarner no-hitter that wasn't. Oh, how about that? Right, so he goes seven innings and they're like, nah, doesn't count, it's not official. And I thought I was a walking sports encyclopedia. Very good, very good pull there. I got problems. It's like a human Google. Yeah, but it's the the good thing is... (laughs) It's good when your problems help you in your career. No, that's right. That's so right. It's all it's all complimentary, if you will. Up in Los Angeles, Cody Bellinger, the game-winning home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, giving the Dodgers a 3-2 victory over the Cubs. Kurt Casale had the game-winning RBI double in the bottom of the tenth inning, giving the Giants a 6-5 victory over the Oakland A's. So the Giants, the first team in the majors to 50 wins this year. Now. As Michael detailed earlier, yesterday's opening stage of the Tour de France was marred when a female fan held up a cardboard sign for TV cameras too far out over the road as the pack was riding by. One of the racers clipped the sign, causing a massive chain reaction crash that injured dozens of riders and actually forced three riders to drop out of the race entirely. Well, today, French police announced that they plan to charge the woman who caused the crash with, quote, manifestly deliberate violation of an obligation of safety or prudence, unquote. But there's just one problem. After the crash, the woman got away. Oh, no. And so the cops are now actively searching for her. It's a fan hunt. Wow. Michael and LeVar Fox Sports Radio has just obtained exclusive audio of the local cops organizing their search for the culprit in the French countryside. Listen. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, <laughs> residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, doghouse in that area. Michael and LeVar, that's the, the worst fugitive. French that's the worst French accent I've ever heard. Back to you. Yeah, let's get that man on the case though. I love it. Wouldn't it be ironic if her getaway uh, if her getaway vehicle was a bicycle? Well, or that last cow. Ah, I see what you yeah, I see what you're doing there. Well, the other thing, it, it, did they get the uh, the sign? Maybe her fingerprints are on sure. file somewhere. We're going yeah. to have to call Tommy Lee Jones and ask him. 
how I'm that all, with all, that. How it all fin- finishes out. There's your sequel. It'll be better than U.S. Marshals. Yulee's we- Wesley Snipes alone. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was another search involved with him that had to do with taxes. Oh, jeez. Hey, man, that's a long time ago. He paid his dues. That's true. That's right. He's L- back in Hollywood. Literally. Jeez. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he ever made full restitution, <laughs> but you know there are a lot of places that say you can get your uh, tax problems solved for just pennies on the dollar. So maybe maybe he took advantage of that finally. You know the great thing about your guys' show is we never. I never know what direction it's going to take with you guys. That's, That's the beauty of it, yeah. though. Well, when when Blade shows up to the studio. I don't want no parts of it. I'm just telling you. None of that smoke? It's been known to happen, too, from what I hear, when he hears, like how KD does it, when when Wesley Snipes hears things, Snipes, about his uh, taxes. That's what I'll be hiding behind Harmon's calves. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know. When he pulls out that blade, he turns into blade when you start talking crazy about him. So I'm just giving you all the heads up. I just want to say, how how good was that movie? Oh, it was great. Like the original. Now, the question is, I was about to say, did you like the sequel? I actually, to be honest, I actually did like the se- the sequel. I was the, good the, with them. Yeah. Okay. The, the original you Fugitive was brilliant. You guys are playing brilliant. the game the right way now. There you go. No, no, no. I'm not, look, I'm, not, like like, I'm not afraid of if, him. If I'm you a, didn't like it, say you liked it no, anyway. I'd, I'd love for him to show up and come hang out. We could talk full. I mean, we I could you do, don't three, want, you I could don't do four hours play. on New Jack City. Let's go. Maybe we can play pickup basketball down at Venice. See what I did there? Oh, nicely done. Yeah. You know, he's usually a villain in movies. Now that uh-huh. I'm really stopping to think about it. Jeez. New Jack City. Demolition Man. He's a superhero. You mean when he played, Blade, uh, when he, superhero, when, but... you mean when he played Dennis Rodman in that movie? <laughs> White Man Can't Jump. I mean, he was a hustler, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, but he was a lovable a hustler there, wasn't he? <laughs> Uh, At least isn't that what he, they tried not when, to? Not when he had Rosie Perez like rollerblading off from Woody Harrelson. I, I didn't like it. I felt bad for him. I felt like he had been taken advantage of, and it was all because of Wesley Snipes. That's a there villain. He's a villain. Well, but then he was a, a great. Uh, he was in Coming to America too. I mean, he was a villain. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Look, man, you, the the check's got a cash. He was in the fan. He, he, he was the, he was the baby face in that one. Oh, I he remember. That was, look, I like that that movie a lot more than most because I'm a nerd. With Robert De Niro, oh, yeah, as the stalking fan. Boy, that foreshadowed uh, fans on social media in the future, didn't it? No kidding. Oof. Going all the way back well, to well, it 1996. Gave you a very realistic look into the world of a fanatic. I thought it was very well done. Why the I, I, no, I, 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 no, Iowa Sam came up with one in, in my ear as you were talking. Have so. you guys oh, ever gosh. seen a Drop Zone? He actually plays a U.S. Marshal in that movie. He's a good oh. guy in that movie. Drop Zone. There He's go. been a good guy in a few movies. Rising Sun one. was good. He was in Mo Better Blues. And obviously it was Willie Mays Hayes. Look, we've just gone through the entire CV of, uh, this is episode one of a you podcast. Know, he um, was a running back in Wildcats. Oh, now you're going Whoa, back. Whoa, now we're going back Goldie Hawn era. Absolutely. I love it. It's the sport of kings. That was really nice. Better than diamond rings. Football. Wildcats. Football. Now that's, wow. that's wow. a deep dive. Wildcats. There you go. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Thank you. 
Now you, you. you really should have taken a microphone from Tresvant all those years I'm ago. Telling I'm telling you, you, man. Could you imagine if I was in the background singing Wildcats, it's the sport of kings? Come on, man. All right, so for Wesley Snipes, I was just telling Nick, actually, about a uh, project I'm working on called The Metal Stand. Uh, okay. Everybody likes top fives and top tens, but do we really ever care about those guys at the back end? No. We care about who's gold, silver, and bronze. Olympics Truth. are coming up, so that's what we're going to do. And Wesley Snipe movies uh, is going to be part of it. Wesley Snipes, yeah, we will celebrate segue. some of those. So we'll that get into that. That is a great foreshadowing as well. Yeah, so we got we got some work to do uh, putting that together. But look for that. Part of our extended um, line of entertainment and sports properties. Because you never know what you're going to get, as Ilo said, uh, when LeVar and I get together. Look, we'll do the the... College baseball story coming up in about 20 minutes. I think it's important to uh, circle that one because uh, maybe you missed it in the wee hours of Saturday morning as this news broke and and it's changed uh, the course of what has been a wildly entertaining college world series. But coming up next, we do have the mammals of the week. Yeah. We got to identify the the highest profile, the big successes in our sporting universe, and there's nobody better to do it than our guy, LeVar Arrington, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. You find this man. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> it's Fox Sports Sunday. Excited utterances from my guy, LeVar Arrington, here. What an amazing song. What an amazing movie. Celebrating Wildcats. And the career of Wesley Snipes. Look, I'll take that three to four minutes there, and I'll put it up against anything, uh, any other type of grab ass anybody's playing on the radio. That was stellar stuff going through the filmography of one Woody Wesley Harrelson Snipes. was in that movie, too. See? See how it all ties together? Yeah, It's man. a beautiful thing. He was the quarterback. He got beat out by Bird. That's my quarterback. Bird was in them streets, heavy. But he was a QB, could throw that rock. They got him to come out. Goldie Hawn it's got him to believe. It's my quarterback. Exactly. It's see, a good movie, man. It's a great message connected to the movie. See, that's a, if you missed it, then go do it. We were also talking a little bit about best of times uh, going into that as well. So there's another classic, Kurt Russell and Robin Williams in that one. There you go. So you, you can go back in the time machine and, and get all up in your feels, or you can celebrate greatness as we'll do right now. It takes an apex predator to properly assess situations and spot potential greatness. Taking you on a safari. No matter how big or small, LeVar Arrington puts the spotlight on them all. These are his Mammals of the Week. Yeah, lift my shirt, all mammal. Although these two will not be lifting their shirts to be all mammal. I'm introducing some ladies this week. Listen, you were talking about it, the Olympics and everything that's going on, Mike. So let's start there. Simone Biles, just a tremendous talent, an amazing talent. The GOAT! She's, she's up there in points um, and the trials. She has not yet fully qualified for the Olympics, but she had some amazing signature moves. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Moves and and is almost certain to get the nod to go to to the Olympics. So shots out to Simone Biles, continuing to be a super super dope gymnast and also a tremendously yes, a tremendously amazing person. Um, Shikari Richardson, she has become a sensation, a phenomenon. A lot of people have talked about her style, comparing her to Florence Griffin Joyner. And if you know about Flojo, you know she did it in style. Well, Shikari is doing the same. And what made it even more interesting about Shikari is, well, after after her birth, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, for the 100 meters, she ran up into the stands. Now, while some may have been on looking and thinking that oh how arrogant this is how you know how self-absorbed it's inappropriate why are you leaving the track da 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 well she went to go hug her grandmother 
what people didn't realize after she had secured her first Olympic berth in that 100 meters, she revealed that her mother had died the week before. Oh, wow. So it turned out to be a very, very emotional moment for her. And and she went and shared it with her grandmother, who did a, a lot of, of raising her uh, during her, her youth years. So shots out to Shikari Richardson. You are all mammal, girlfriend. Uh, and our last guy, we're going to keep it. We, we're going to keep it in the, the Olympic trials deal. Trevon Bromwell, Bromel, uh, you may know him. He, he's a definite sprint phenomenon, but but had a, a a horrific injury, and and had to fight back from the injury to to even have an opportunity to run in the qualifiers. Um, he did make the comeback and completed his injury comeback to secure his 100 meters uh, uh, spot in the Olympics in Tokyo. So, shots out to Trevon Bromel. Um, you are all mammal this week, sir. So, And good luck to you all, and good luck to everyone who is continuing to co- compete. You know, uh, Felix, I'm a big fan of hers, uh, and, and others that, that are in this qualifying um, um, situation to try to make it to the, to the Olympics. So, shots out to you guys. Good luck to you all. And these three definitely are highlighted as all mammals of the week. I dig that. Also, the uh, shout out to uh, Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard, who took to their phones and beyond uh, KD's beef with Scottie Pippen, also uh, took the time to help recruit Team USA, the men's basketball squad that got <laughs> assembled. So, well, there you go. You know, multitasking. You know, Greg Popovich can coach you, uh, but you got to get guys to show up and play. That's that's part of it, especially coming out of this year where so many guys got hurt, trying to convince 12 guys to say, hey, let's go play more basketball. I'm sure some were wringing their hands going, well, maybe not. Hey, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Look, I also appreciate between Richardson uh, and Simone Biles, like Simone Biles wearing the GOAT logo sewn onto her shoes and and warm-up gear and whatever, hey, man, you just own it. Market, merchandise, and Richardson, even if it hadn't been the story that you relayed, look, you're doing great things. You got you to gotta push the brand wherever you can. No question about it. Coming up next, we get back into that college baseball scenario. And the Lakers sold off 27%. Who bought it? We'll tell you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Greetings, welcome in. Final hour of the program for today. Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the All-American King of the Mammals himself, our guy LeVar Arrington. Hey, Hey, buddy. Mike. I got action on the pitch now. You know, I got action. Yeah. My son has won his first high school championship as a freshman. That's pretty good. You set the bar real high now. Shots out to Charter Oak High School. They hosted a 23-team seven-on-seven tournament yesterday with some really, really, really fine quality football teams from all around the the area uh, high schools. And 
they they actually came out victorious, man. It was pretty pretty exciting, man. Well, really let me good, ask you a question. Group of dudes. As you're sitting there and you're watching this unfold, can you put take the cat, coach hat and former player hat off and just be dad and a fan? Uh, I was not just a fan. I was barking out tendencies <laughs> and and I was barking out, you know, different things that could assist. You know, the funny thing is, is he didn't play one down. He didn't play one down. And and you want to know what was cool about it, Mike? Mm-hmm. In, in the midst of him, what I loved is he was upset he didn't play. Good. But he also, when we talked about it, he understood that it's like, look, I know you want to be like your dad. I know you I know you want to start as a freshman and win a state title and this, that and the other. But, you know, your dad played freshman ball as an eighth grader and was scoring on like every other play. You know, you haven't played football in a while. And while, you know, wait till you see him. He He's actually grown even more since the last time. Since the last time him. I he's, saw him? He's basically the same height as me oh, right now. Almost, maybe well, he's almost got, he's got you with the hair, though. Oh, yeah, he's got everybody with the hair. I mean, um, that, that, he's adding about four inches there. So he's yeah, like 6'9". In fact, six, I'm probably going to cut some of it off today. Um, but, it, you know, I told him, I said, you look the part. You practice well, but you haven't proven that they can trust you to go into these types of situations. And I mean, it was high impact situations yesterday watching the way these these high end athletes were competing. And but the one thing I really, really enjoyed in listening to him is he wants it. And not only does he want it, but him looking at what was taking place, he felt as though I'm good enough right now today for them to put me out there and give me a shot at, at getting it done, which, I mean, you you and I both know believing and knowing is half the battle. Yeah, you know? but absolutely. I tell you what, check out Charter Oak High School, man, this year. They are super loaded. If you're super, super into high school football, especially out in California, man, you might want to give them a look. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah, love the, the stuff of tournaments and, and the fact that we're getting back. I know to start the show, talking about just being able to be in the crowd. Oh, man. Right? It was it's so, it was so nice, bro. It was so nice being able to see people out under their tents. I borrowed tent time. Shoot, uh, you know, hey, you want to be friends? Great. Hey, buddy. Can I sit under your tent? <laughs> it's 95 degrees here. Can I be under your tent? Yeah, so it was It was really cool, man. It was really cool um, being in, in the midst of just football culture, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, we're a month away from training camp, and obviously grand reopenings across Major League Baseball have been the story of the day. They did it in between rain sessions in Chicago uh, this weekend, and finally a, a home date uh, for the White Sox since things opened up in Illinois and certainly here in California back to larger crowds. Uh, as mentioned a little bit earlier, I took a, a bit of a one-day road trip in and out uh, to go see a Brad Paisley concert uh, at the Wynn. That's a little awesome, encore man. theater. I'm glad you went. Oh, it was fantastic, and yeah. I, it was it was a nice cathartic thing. Uh, if you don't know his playlist, give it a li- listen. 
you like wordsmithing, you, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio, you know that's what we do. Uh, a lot of what we say can be taken on many levels. If you listen closely, play it back, listen to the podcast. Go back and, and try to find the uh, little notes where LeVar and I are, are having fun with words. And if you want to play on the different levels with us, you can. Uh, but with Brad Paisley, that's one of his big things. A lot of big songs and doing storytelling. But he started the show just staring at the crowd and just smiling. He goes, I didn't think I'd ever see you people again. He goes, I didn't Crazy. know what was going on. It's like we did it all these Zoom over. calls. We did all these other things. We didn't know, you yeah. know, what was coming around the turn and, you know, yeah, talking right. about it. And he played, paid tribute to a guy named Joe Diffie, longtime country uh, legend who passed away very early in the pandemic uh, attributed to COVID. And so a little bit of that. But it was funny because he, he goes, man, and I haven't been able to do this. And he started sprinting. He's a high-fived a couple of guys and said, hey, Dave. And dude brings out this industrial strength thing of hand sanitizer and immediately went to it. He goes, sorry, still got to do this, though. <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, had those little moments. And it was a little bit of a, a trial for uh, shows to come. But trying to remember the words and all these little bits. So it, it was fun and, and just being in a crowd for that. You know, I, I've talked openly uh, through the years here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, you've got church, and I, I certainly don't say it's it's the equivalent, but, you know, for some, it, it's the energies all going into the same place, and that's where I find it in live music, live theater, whatever. All, all differences outside the world go away in those moments and to be able to experience that again in that crowd was huge for me just like you being able to go and watch your son's team yeah. this weekend like it's big big things Can't that we've taken for granted seven. right Can't play seven on seven on zoom calls man. no that's just it it's all the stuff no. we took for granted yeah hopefully we don't anymore reminder of you know those events that you attend you know with your family and friends or you know just a bunch of strangers in a room uh, you're all connected in some way or another. So look out for each other. That's Going right. back to, again, the the message of the show uh, prevailing. It's like we're all just a big community and we, we rally around sports. Got a lot of stuff going on on the sporting universe this week. But be remiss if we didn't at least give a nod to what happened in the college baseball uh, World Series. LeVar, some thrillers throughout the last couple of weeks, big moments, big performances, and again, big crowds and people celebrating, you know, these guys grinding out. And then you had a a circumstance in what was going to be the best of three between Vanderbilt and NC State, and because of several positive COVID tests, including a couple of players who had been vaccinated, so while outliers still out there, uh, they... After the first game, they lose 3-1, and they're readying for the Saturday start. Look, they played shorthanded on Friday. Only 13 players in uniform lost 3-1. They were supposed to play again on Saturday to to move to the best-of-three College World Series championship series against Mississippi State. 2-10 a.m. Saturday morning, the NCAA announced that NC State would not be able to play. Crazy. Declared it a no contest. Sad. Quote, the decision to remove North Carolina State from the Men's College World Series was made by the Division I Baseball Committee and the NCAA medical team due to ongoing COVID-19 transmission among teammates. And there's a couple of things that go through this. You've got Vanderbilt that is requiring vaccinations as a school policy before the fall and certainly for the the players on their squad. So some question of, well, you were in close contact 
in those 24 hours. So what does it mean? And, you know, continue to test and see what happens there. Uh, but for NC State, uh, a lot of criticism of the coach for not preaching it and in some of his public comments, just saying, look, I'm here to coach baseball. Right. And not medical or any of those kind of things. Uh, political is the term he used, which got people up in arms because, well, it's medical versus political. Um, and then it goes in line with what we talked about a little bit last week, right? As Cole Beasley, you know, talking about his stance on it and other players who've come up and, you know, you've had Sam Darnold and, and others with their responses of needing more information. Patrick Peterson uh, now, you know, urging his teammates to get vaccinated. And it goes back to the the argument of individual goals and health versus other people around you, collective goals and health, et cetera. So, you know, trying to draw the line between personal choice and what it's doing, you know, potentially to your championship dreams and the responsibility you have to your teammates. Right. And, and really kind of causing, you know, a lot of hand-wringing for folks as to where that intersection occurs, right? When Chris Paul was declared out for the first two games of this Western Conference Finals, there was a lot of speculation of, well, what exactly is going on, right? You had some Do folks we, in the media. I mean, we, I don't think we ever found out, did we? Well, some folks in the media, um, it said he was vaccinated, still got COVID. He addressed it briefly the other night, just as blank happens it, with related to it. I don't think he got any deeper than that. Uh, but the assumption was that he had, he had gotten it got through the protocols and now was back on the court. And so how did he get it? I mean, was that 14 days that he was out? Well, and and that's, that's the other part, right? Of, well, since a lot of the other players had been vaccinated, did they change the rules? The NBA didn't really give a whole lot of guidance on it. And they can always cite, well, you know, the medical information of a player he's in protocols, right? It was very brief in that regard, but it just speaks to the larger of the collective goals as you try to keep yourself healthy in every other form, you know, if you have something in the means by which to keep this and keep yourself active, why wouldn't you take that at your disposal is part of the argument that's going on. And when we're talking about the NFL, we're a month away from training camp and still reports of a number of teams that are far below the the threshold that the NFL was hoping for from team to team heading into training camps, the the fear being that while society as a whole may have knocked out COVID round one, or at least put it uh, in in time out, that the potential for a resurgence and a disruption of the 2021 season is still there. Sheesh. It's deep. It's deep business, and you can't take that lightly. Can't take it lightly at all because, you know, we did hear that during flu season that there would be a second round that would hit and would hit pretty hard. I'll say it's it's crazy how epic the fall off on coverage has been of COVID, you know, since the whole introduction of vaccinations have come about. I mean, that that ran our our lives right. for for a very long time. So. So now it's almost like a mysterious type of thing, like this 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 illness, this virus that totally 
almost shut down the entire world is is now in a debatable state where it's like you know everything is going back to normal but there's still the possibility of of what it could could do if we're not responsible it's just kind of crazy to me because you know you start again i said this to you the other week you start to think about every little thing and things that i used to just let slide like when i'm in the public and i'm at a restaurant i go to the restroom and i'm washing my hands i don't i did not for a long time see a lot of people they come right out of the stall go right out the door touch the door handle push the door with their hand go back to their table and go about their business. And I did not say anything. I just like, you know, clear my throat or, be, you know, or be like, you know, oh, wow, you know, something to that effect. But you start to think about what the the implications of unsanitary people could lead to. I, I now feel like, you know, I don't want to go out and be in those situations because <laughs> I'm going to say something now. Like, like, dude, Wash your hands. It's funny you mentioned that because being back in Vegas uh, for for my twenty four hour those bathrooms are the wildest. Well, Mike. and you had folks getting getting loud on other folks who were doing just that. And then there's a story in the NBA also, uh, not Chris Paul related, but this one coming from uh, Chris Mannix, uh, NBC Sports Boston, uh, that the Celtics didn't take protocols seriously. So the Washington Wizards, who went through a really difficult period with COVID-19, number of players that went into protocol, and you remember the early part of the season, how much they struggled, not just wins and losses, but just to field a team, that they're blaming the Celtics going back to January and February, and that there's a little bit of scuttlebutt in the league saying, hey, most of the league knew what was going on with Boston and how they weren't taking protocols seriously. I'd be curious to see if there's any type of NBA investigation to this effect and to see if they they hold them accountable for and why weren't they even at the time, right? We talk about all of these different things and measures that were put in place and the selective enforcement at times. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's going to be a complicated one. I think I don't know that there will be retrospect in terms of how you go back and and look at you know disciplining the, these scenarios. But I will say the continued measures moving forward, um, in a way, even though I don't know everything that happened with Chris Paul, and and we're always curious to want to know. At the same time, you're kind of encouraged that. You know, people aren't just blowing caution to the wind at this point um, because we've gotten to a certain place, like I said, where, you know, the coverage isn't of hysteria um, and and of mass proportions. It's it's there, but it's kind of not there anymore. So, you, you know, part of you is happy that. You still see that even if it is a big name player, they're still taking precautions and making sure that, you know, the decisions that are being made are that of the best interest of obviously the person that that is of interest and the rest of the people that are surrounded by that person. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Carmen. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we get back into the NBA playoffs. We've got the Bucks and 
Hawks. I almost called them the Falcons. Uh, a little later on tonight as we've got game three, how does Trey Young respond? And, well, are we starting to see a little bit of... Well, how do you contain a budding superstar? Defensive strategies with LeVar Arrington coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. It's a nice callback here celebrating the uh, wordsmithing. <laughs> Let it breathe for a second. You got to. All right, I don't live with my parents, and I'm slightly uh, taller than 5'3". Uh, this is a song called Online. Oh, you're not going to dress overweight. <laughs> I am what I am, buddy. You are a stud is what I, you I are. I may not be pretty, but, a, uh, but I'm you sexy. You are slightly a stud, Mike. Uh, you're a good man. There you go. Oh! I'll keep you around as my hype man forever. Uh, he's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Having some fun uh, getting the guys through the Brad Paisley song catalog, uh, kind of describing the show as I've done. Uh, I'll do a little more at Swollen Dome a little bit later on uh, related to that. Nice cathartic experience, some songs I hadn't heard in a while. And, you know, they hit you different as you get a little further on down the road, just like they did uh, Paisley himself while he was up on stage singing them, had to pause a couple of times, uh, kind of thinking about different events uh, in turns in his, you know, story of his life kind of thing. Uh, but we talk about storylines and the excitement uh, of the NBA playoffs, and we're getting towards the the end of this long, arduous process, always a good two to three months that we know. And day-to-day narratives live and die. Uh, heroes are are made and uh, destroyed. Uh, one of the guys that we've had a lot of praise for since Kawhi Leonard's injury is Paul George. But sure. there are still those moments, LeVar, that he well, lets you down. things uh, still go asunder, right? The missed free throws, uh, shooting five for 20, and, and things of that nature. And for the Clippers... You know, it's another, just like game two, this is another one that got away. Number of opportunities, a number of possessions to get over, to grab a lead after, well, not leading the entire game, and they never got there. Uh, Got to within one, and then for three and a half minutes, the score stayed the same. You would have thought that the the scoreboard on your television was broken. (laughs) 71-70, it stayed for three and a half minutes before appropriately an alley-oop dunk by DeAndre Ayton stopped the uh, scoring drought uh, for the two teams. And it would also be the last basket DeAndre Ayton would score. I, you know, the curiosity for me for much of it was why why isn't he touching the ball? And Zubach has been fantastic the last couple games. I think there's been a greater appreciation uh, of the player that he's become, a guy who was once a Laker. He, he gets forgotten when we talk about Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and all those other guys that were once part of the Laker nucleus, is that you had this guy, Vitsa Zubach, who's now developing into a nightly double-double kind of guy. But for the the Clippers, you know, Ty Lu saying all the right things of, ah, you know, it's still doable. It's still- <laughs> I mean, he's done it. He's yeah, well, he has and done it before. Only, he's, he's one game ahead of what he's he's overcome before. So, who knows? Team that had battled back from back-to-back 2-0 uh, deficits and now stand at 3-1. Game 5 will be tomorrow. 
Uh, but later on, let's shift to the other side. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals later on, 5.30 Pacific time, will be tip-off for this one as the Milwaukee Bucks enjoyed a nice 40-point burial in Game 2 after dropping the opener to Trey Young. And what we've seen with the Clippers, to tie these together, is over the course of a series, they've usually found a way to slow down the the hot star, right, the scorer yeah. uh, in a series, wearing them down physically. And I'm not talking about Patrick Beverly accidentally headbutting Devin Booker and breaking his nose Crazy. In, in several places. We had a broken nose in our tournament yesterday. Did you? Yeah, we did. It's kind of crazy. Collision. Did, you, did he come back with a mask like he was banging? No, he did not come back. Yeah, I don't know that you can shoot a guy up uh, in a high school seven-on-seven like you would in an NBA game. Get him to the tunnel. Here's your pain shots and get Get back in there. Get him to the ER. Yeah, no, exactly. Much different. Yeah, Yeah, so Devin Booker ditched the mask yesterday. I I thought he would have done it the game before because he was struggling and having all sorts of issues. I'm like, by halftime, he's going to come out and he's going to ceremoniously dump it. Uh, or or break it or whatever, and he didn't. He played through. Uh, But last night decided to ditch it, and they get the narrow win. Uh, I'm wondering, though, if maybe Milwaukee takes a little bit out of the playbook of what the Clippers have done with Patrick Beverly, a little bit less with Rondo, but certainly Patrick Beverly showing why the reputation had been there, and it had taken some hits over the course of the year. But you want to talk about a supreme agitator, disruptor, Nothing else. He's getting in your head. Yeah. So for Milwaukee, the same type of tactic with Trey Young of, all right, we got a lot of fouls to give and we're going to keep a body on you and beat the hell out of you (laughs) and make the other guys work. Yeah. I mean, you have to do that to Trey Young. And if you do it to Trey Young and the other guys, I asked the question to TJ and Plex yesterday, who, who else can carry that load that way for the Hawks. Because when you look at it, there aren't very, like you're saying, there aren't very many scores on the Atlanta Hawks team. They're well, good. Not, not creators. That's the other thing, creating your shot, right? <laughs> sure. Not just scoring. So that tough, hardcore strength of defense, which, I mean, you would have thought that the New York Knicks would have been able to execute that as well. Um, they weren't. Um, well, they also it, had no offense. Well, That's one thing go. that Milwaukee can actually they bring have, to the they table. They can generate offense. Right. And, and look, Giannis is going to fill the stat sheet. Uh, most nights, uh, as we've monitored it in most of our NFL, NBA, NFL, NBA analysts, good. you know, yeah. I, I caught myself. You know, I, I always got to do the self-correction in the moment as I can. Um, have commented, it's like, look, it, it comes down to what are you getting from Middleton and Holiday? Right, as good as Giannis yeah. is. And Drew showed up, man. Right, it's Pushed it's rare that Giannis isn't going to get his numbers. It's just a matter of in the context of what did those other two guys do. Mm-hmm. Especially Middleton, because we've seen him shoot under 37% a number of times. That's been the magic number for him. Uh, 37% or worse, where they were losing all of those games. The only one that they'd been a victorious in was... Kevin Durant and the should have been three pointer except for his clown shoes. Sorry, I gotta say it because well, because they were oversized up. for his feet. I gotta say it. And then you love qualifying it at the end because they're oversized for his feet. Well, I mean, it's bigger. Every I, made time. The, I made the joke. Okay? If he just did it one size bigger, no, that's just it. If he'd done the full clown shoes, he would have. No, actually, 
really didn't have a toe smaller That's clown right. shoe. <laughs> if he'd only gone up half a size. KD, I am not in on this. Oh, you, right. you just extended the joke and made it. It no, was just no, a passing no. comment and was gone. No, and no. you exacerbated the situation. No, I did not. I dare I love exacerbate. It's a great word. Nope. Was not a part of it. Did I not have anything you. to do with it. <laughs> now, one of the conversations we had over the course of the week, Smith and I, uh, from the NBA perspective, and they're getting good ratings, better than I think folks could have thought. And, and obviously, you're trying to corral an audience differently than you ever did before, right? Because not necessarily, hey, did you stick around for the 32 minutes of reviews uh, in in the final two minutes of a game? It's also social media interaction. How much engagement are you getting with the NBA's efforts to get video uh, highlights out as fast as they can and commentary and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, is brand equity and, and seeing what the true reach is here. But when we talk about the players remaining, we only we only have one guy that that has a little bit of the hate you know hate watching factor and acknowledgement and that is Giannis, right? Because for and I guess Chris Paul to a lesser extent, that's more media driven I think, but from a fan perspective of all right here's a guy and Giannis is like the nicest guy going from everything we see, right? You know how how many times did he try to throw rose petals at the the feet of Kevin Durant in the last series? the best player in the world said it so many times I lost count and and just respectful of the process but he's also a two-time MVP and as we talked about a little bit earlier a guy where his limitations are always the first thing that come out right he's a two-time MVP but look he can't even shoot a consistent jump shot or three-point shot or free throws and let's mock his free throw shooting and whatever else and forget the accolades uh-huh. So it becomes a little bit of a polarization. With Trey Young, you don't have it because Atlanta's just on the come. And with Devin Booker, until this playoff run, you knew him from the bubble as a national basketball entity. Now, true NBA fans, look, they know who these guys are. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just saying for the casual fans, this is the first exposure really to these guys. And so Giannis, it kind of falls on him to where he's got a little more of the weight to carry in terms of trying to push forward. Because, you know, the media narrative, if they fall, is going to be that much stronger. Yeah, but I think the supporting cast, I'm going to tell you the unsung hero of all of this for the Milwaukee Bucks, and he's probably the biggest differentiator for this team this year, is P.J. P.J. Tucker, his leadership, his 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 grit, um, his understanding of the game. Um, I think he raises everybody's level. And I also think that he is a, a, a influence that actually safeguards Giannis from feeling overwhelmed. And, and you think about it when that series was getting overwhelming with Brooklyn, who stepped up and, and was like, you know, I'm here, you know, like, when Ivan Drago punched Rocky, Rocky jumped up like I'm here. Like I was going to say, PJ Tucker's also the most likely to jump up and fight you. Well, there you go. I mean, and in these cases, these games are fights. So to have your guy jump out there and 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 agitate the guy that is getting rose petals thrown at their feet from your best player. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I, I think that the unsung hero and leadership of an experience of P.J. Tucker has been a great addition for Middleton, has been a great addition for Giannis and the rest of this group. Um, and then, then you look at the addition of Drew, Drew Holiday and what he brings to the table athletically, defensively, being able to score. I mean, this seems to be um, – a very, very, possibly the most well-rounded team left in left the playoffs. Left in there. There's no yeah. question. Um, you know, remember a couple of things. Keep the uh, friends close, enemies closer, as we know. Uh, and as my dad taught me very early on in my life, kill them with kindness. And that's kind of the Giannis approach uh, to life. Coming up next, we'll get into uh, briefly the 27%. What does that mean in the sporting world? Well, we'll talk about it in a moment. But first, it's Isaac Lohengron. He's got what's trending for Good us. News. Hi, Ilo. Good news, Mike and Lavar. We've what do we got? got another new detail oh. developing at the Tour de France to pass along to you. Just Fantastic. for you guys. That's coming up moments from now. But first, we start with the Phoenix Suns. One win away from advancing to their first NBA final since 1993 after an 84-80 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals. Last night, the Suns lead the Series 3 games to one tonight at 8.30 Eastern. It's game three of the Eastern Conference Final. The Atlanta Hawks hosting the Milwaukee Bucks with that series tied at one win apiece. Four-time Olympic tennis gold medalist Serena Williams confirmed today that she will not be competing in the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. In soccer, round of 16 at the European Championships as we speak. The Netherlands and the Czech Republic in the 38th minute. Uh, still scoreless. Shot on goal by the Czech Republic. Goes over the bar, and the guy covers his face with his jersey in shame. Now, you got got. You got got. Keep going. <laughs> police in France. A busy sports day over in Europe. Police in France actively searching for a fan who is facing charges for causing a massive chain reaction crash during the opening stage of the Tour de France yesterday when she held up a cardboard sign for TV cameras over the side of the road and a rider clipped the sign as he went by causing a huge crash that injured dozens of riders and actually forced three riders to withdraw from the race entirely well another new development today the tour de france itself in addition to the cops charging her the tour de at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. France is going to sue the fan. Wow. The race's deputy director, Pierre Eves Thouault, not to be confused with Henry David Thoreau or Justin Thoreau for that or matter. Inspector or, 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 or Inspector Clouseau. Or Inspector Clouseau or Pierre Cardin. Pierre Yves Thouault saying, quote, this is unacceptable behavior. Frankly, her attitude was insane. The show is the riders, not spectators who want to be on TV. The tour must remain a party, but because of the attitude of a very small minority, it is ruined. We are suing this woman who behaved so badly, unquote. How delightfully snooty, Mike and LeVar. <laughs> I dig it. Civility. Uh, civil cases all over here. I mean, think about the injured riders. I mean, those bikes aren't cheap either. And oh, then yeah. emotional distress. Those bikes are like in the tens of thousands of dollars or euros. Plus, or the, I mean, plus if you're sponsored by somebody, now That's they lost saying. out. There like, there, it, it so extrapolates. Yeah. Yeah, so many implications coming out of that. And they that probably rip. have, you know, the DNA on the sign, so they'll find her. <laughs> I've turned this into a law and order. This Let's go. CSI, it's criminal minds. <laughs> CSI Tour de France. Forensic files. Oh, law there you order. go. Forensic files. That's. Uh, I just found out there's a Law and Order UK. I never knew that existed. What? I must now watch every episode. How about oh. that? And, and going back to your initial story about the the Suns first since '93. Real quick, can I just uh, ask? Uh, Ilo Lavar, has anybody ever embodied and really celebrated their team's colors more than the orange Dan Marley of 1993? Oh, that was the best. I was going to say the orange Oliver Miller of 1993. But, and, and I think that was their first year in what was America West Arena. And I think those, those uniforms in 93, that, that was the first year of those uniforms. I loved them. Absolutely. Yeah, I was more just commenting on the fact that Dan Marley was orange. 
Yeah, I oh, picked yeah. up on that. Gotcha. <laughs> but I thought it was funny that Aloe didn't, and it made it Well, and we better. got an Oliver Miller reference in that yeah. way. Well, come to- I, I, Oliver Miller is an orange, you know. <laughs> come, come to think of it, though, the thing about Dan Marley's orange is he's orange at room temperature. I mean, that's his default glow. It's not that, like he gets excited and his face turns orange or purple or anything. That's that's his default yeah. setting, if you will. Am I right? And that in an age where the NBA players were not as cut and chiseled uh, as they are now. I oh, mean, he Oliver was Miller's body was bad. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't talking about Oliver Miller. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to body Dan, shame the Dan man. Majuro, hey, Dan Majuro, uh, he had a dope body. He had a good look. He had like that surfer, good good walk on the beach body. You know it. what I mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, another, I know it. Another another piece of Oliver Miller trivia, <laughs> Paxson hits the legendary three-pointer. The Suns still have one last shot. And Oliver Miller was the guy they inbounded the ball to. Well, you know. (laughs) Not exactly their number one option. Well, it was like the other day when the Clippers had to inbound the ball, and because of the review, they had to keep their big men on the court. They tried to substitute, but got caught. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 no. The same five have to come back out here. It's like, no! I want our shooters out there. He's Isaac Lohenkron. You can find him at Isaac Lohenkron on Twitter. Always so, such good stuff. And off the rails with Ilo. Catch that in the podcast. Uh, I'll pay off the 27% tease, and we'll find some wins coming up next year. Mike Arman, LeVar Arrington on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Stage two of 21, Tour de France. We talked about the signage issues and the crowds getting involved in the lawsuits. The, the hunt to find this woman and the number of lawsuits. We'll keep you. I mean, we will become the Tour de France legal show of record here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington. Yo. Because that's what we do. We will be tenacious with our coverage of this event. No question. Hey, here's one that I, I think you'll appreciate, though, LeVar. Uh, you've got Philip Anschutz decided to uh, sell off 27% his ownership. Yeah, I never to got the, any letters. To the Lakers, you wanted part of this? Yeah, I wanted in. We'll have to figure out how we get you on board. Because I don't think this became available via rally or or uh, alt or any of those type of places. I think you just kind of had to have a giant pile of money sitting around because uh, it was sold to, well, Dodgers ownership, hmm. allegedly, uh, because it hasn't been approved by the Board of Governors. It's still all, quote, anonymous. Hmm. But financial planning, redeployment of capital to other AEG projects for Anschutz uh, coming out of the pandemic. So, you know, looking at venues and real estate uh, ticketing and live entertainment because, right, things have changed a little bit, but everybody getting back out and and aggressively hitting uh, hitting up ticket sales, and you see a number of artists selling tickets into late 2020, or 2022, I should say. 2020 has passed. That's the year I forgot. Uh, the But, like, you can buy things for November of next year already, uh, <laughs> which is where I think some of those uh, redeployment of assets have to go because you've got to pay some of those uh, monies up front, uh, as it were. But kind of an interesting uh, little development here as the Lakers go through a little bit of a transition uh, behind LeBron James 
and Anthony Davis as to what the rest of that roster is going to look like. But now it's time to find a couple of wins. Yeah. Locker room squabbles, struggling teams, cheaters, and no account owners. There's so much negativity in sports that it can ruin your day. But not Mike Harmon. He's here to shine a light on the good in sports with a simple mantra. Find Find your your wins. All right, let's start with one. Uh, serious circumstances down in, in Florida. Those that have watched any bit of news or even on your social media, you saw that a portion of a 12-story condo complex in Surfside, Florida, uh, collapsed on Thursday. Ongoing search for any sur- you know, survivors, but certainly trying to assess what is going on uh, and, and the number of people and getting in touch with family members and trying to find, you know, the residents that would normally be there, you know, vacationing, what have you. But um, Tyler Hero of the Heat and a couple of the assistant coaches immediately got onto the scene, you know, water bottles and snacks and and all of those things, trying to help the first responders and people on site. So uh, communities gathering together, the Marlins immediately – offering aid as well so uh, a big thing with the dolphins you name it uh just showing again the the cities the communities and and that you know symbiotic uh relationship that is there being part of a city and tyler hero is a guy that is uh in a bunch of trade rumors as the offseason goes on uh miami's still home and looking out for the people there so some positivity there. And we talked about Tom go. Brady a little bit earlier. We had Nick's uh, Battaglia, his uh, theory on, uh, hey, it was the Patriots all along. But you know what Tom Brady proved he can do? Memorize song lyrics. He went and hit up James Corden earlier in the week, and they were riding around on a golf course, and he started reciting the lyrics to Hamilton. Oh, geez. What do you mean, oh, geez? Because everybody recites the words and lines from Hamilton. Well, not Tom Brady's not everybody. Well, that's true. How about that's that? true, and that's a win all in itself. Well, but I mean, look, it, that's just it. He wins a lot, and I celebrate he it. Here. Why? Because I, I like when all our our roads intersect here, Lavar. That's what we do on the show. So I thought it was a nice opportunity to highlight that. You know, right. the pop culture, live theater, live events, the fact that we're getting back to live events. And anytime you can have more NFL guys around in the mix, what does it do? Whets the appetite for what's going to come in in a month's time as we get into training camp. Right. Hmm, well, I'll tell you what. You you pick up those wins like you're talking about and you get that mentality of, of knowing how to generate those wins, Mike. It's a beautiful thing, Well, bro. that's just it. Now we got to go and market and merchandise the hell out of all of it. I love it. We'll have a uh, virtual conference call because uh, well, we live far apart. Uh, we got to do that this week. Uh, but all good things. I think Rich Ornberger is actually coming back into the building today. Uh, oh, I, nice. I heard rumors up, about that. I didn't know if he still worked here, so, but it has been confirmed. It's uh, Ornberger and Hartman okay. coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. We got game three of the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, can Trey Young and Collins, can they rise up today, or is it a Bucks rollover? I think it's the Bucks. We shall see. Thanks for hanging with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so we have the car payment, the rent, utilities, and the repair bill. (sighs) What should we do? 
I know. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, we could have the money in our account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 